For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Set a record for fewest points scored by both teams since the introduction of the 24-second clock. The record for the fewest points scored before the introduction of the shot clock stands at 37. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. Breaking news. Tax refund shock is everywhere, but what is it? My tax refund shrank. Mine too. The culprit. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AM. You're listening to the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Lansing Sports Station, the game, 7.30 a.m. Starring the Dean of Lansing Area Sports, Tim Stout. The Sparrow Stout on Sports is Michigan's longest-running sports radio show. Give Tim a call on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. And you can email him at tim.stout at wilx.com. Now, celebrating nearly 30 years on the radio in mid-Michigan, here's the Dean of Sports. Tim Stout. On behalf of our partner Shaheen Chevy Cadillac, good morning everybody. Today is Monday, March 6th, 2023 and welcome to a brand new week of the Sparrow Stout on Sports right here on Lansing Sports Station where the game 7.30 a.m. and the home of the local sports shows all over the area every day. And we come to you live from our own Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN Radio. Good morning from the staff of Joe Laird at Driven Collision 3200 West Main Street in in Lansing, okay, I-496 West Lansing Road, exit up the hill on the right. Because of the winter weather we've had, some of you may have fender benders. If not, more let Driven Collision get them all cleaned up for you, and they'll do that at 977-0955. Along the way, we'll have a Driven Collision story of the day, and more than likely, it's the beginning of the heart of March Madness in a variety of different ways. If a specific story comes in to change that narrative, then we will pass it on. Brock's here. I'm Tim. If you're listening around the world. While we lost most of the snow yesterday, we got some of it back last night. It's that type of uh, weather in the month of March. We'll get to about 41 or 2 degrees today. It's going to be overcast most of the day today, but away we go with a brand new week here of the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Uh, Brock and I want to welcome all of you. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's the three days this week that we'll kind of observe, not celebrate, but observe 30 years on the air culminating with our 30th anniversary show on the exact date itself on Wednesday. It works this way. At the end of the show today, amongst all of our sponsors who have said, can we offer something to give away to loyal callers during the run? So Farm Bureau Insurance has given us three gorgeous gift bags full of gifts that we will give to three callers this morning from the end of the show. The calls are normal. They have nothing to do with us for 30 years, but we'll give away like three today, four tomorrow, different gifts, and then amongst the five or so on Wednesday, which is actually our 30th 
12th anniversary show. Among the gifts, the grand prize is a round trip for two on a Velo Airlines Lansing to Orlando and back, and you must use by June 30th. That will be our grand prize that we'll give away from all the callers. We'll throw everybody into the hat. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday combined, you kind of get the trip. Now, we'll have our regular portions of the show Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It's a normal week other than that, so away we go. It is the heart of March Madness, obviously. We have the Boys State High School basketball tournaments getting underway. It's the week of many men's conference tournaments. The Big Ten tournament begins in Wednesday in Chicago. We'll get into all of that. Uh, there is a local angle to the Big Ten hockey tournament, both Michigan and Michigan State have made the semifinals. We get into all of that. It's the regional phase of the girls' state high school basketball tournament. And so on and on it goes. You'll be able to join us at any time on the Culligan Water Hotline at 300-4263. Our email address, tim.stout at wilx.com. Ionis due here in the middle hour today, so we follow with that. And then tomorrow and Wednesday, we hope to have some special guests on the air. And listening to the open of the show, Brock says we've got the brand-new updated open Coming as of Thursday or Wednesday, and, one of the two. Well, well, it looks like it's going to be Wednesday. I talked with Nathan today, and it should be ready for Wednesday, the anniversary show. Brock says we will have a high school tournament basketball broadcast this week, but we don't know who and when. It'll be it'll be very likely Friday, a boys district championship game. Don't know. Uh, don't. It'll be Friday, six forty-five airtime, weather permitting, because we said the same thing last week, and then we had the huge storm on Friday. By the way, wise decision for the uh, girls districts to either a move the games up a couple of hours or b push them to Saturday. Wise decision. So this week on the high school front, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, including tonight, of course, the opening of the Boys State High School Basketball Tournament. There are a variety of number of games, and all this week and through the remainder of March on Channel 10 on the Late Sports with Fred and Kellen and Joey, including the Friday Night Frenzy through the entire month, you'll get everything on the state tournaments, both boys and girls. The girls' teams that are uh, remaining in our area, they play their regionals tomorrow and Thursday, and then that gets them to the quarterfinals next Which week. Which next week, Tuesday. A week from fr- uh, Thursday and Friday. Not this week, but next week, Thursday and Friday. We bump up from 10 to 1 to 9 to noon for those two weeks of the finals of the girls and the boys tournaments because we have to make way at noon for play-by-play of all of the semifinal and final games in the girls and the boys tournaments from the Breslin Center. We do that every year. Yep, as per tradition, yeah. So there'll We've be done t- it for at least 20 years. Geez, longer than that. And for the semifinals of the boys tournaments, since I mentioned Farm Bureau Insurance has been a great partner with us for years and years and years, the two semifinal shows of the boys' tournament, those are our Farm Bureau Insurance State High School Basketball Tournament Specials. Farm Bureau Insurance is a huge sponsor of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and so we kind of uh, celebrate everything they do at that point. So away we go with a brand new week, a different week, a week, uh, I don't even know where you want to start today. I had a lot of good picks over the weekend from the golf tournament all the way to you didn't the... didn't pick Kirk Kitayama to win the, the Bay Hill, did you? Yesterday at the start of play. Oh, at the start. Okay. Sunday at the start of play with all those guys together. Because Scheffler, he couldn't handle it at the very end. Uh, I did not Tyrell Hatton couldn't handle it at the very end. So, you know, I'm sizing up for my remote control yesterday. Let's see. I said, let's see what all we got going late in the day. So we're going to have the championship game of the Big Ten Women's Basketball Tournament. We're going to have the Red Wings playing at Philadelphia. We'll have Michigan State Hockey playing at Notre Dame. We'll have Michigan Basketball playing at Indiana. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got, we, got, uh, we, got, we got a smorgasbord of yeah. about five or six things that on the remote control it goes 
zing, zing, Not zing, to mention zing, the zing, other zing, the zing. other games or other Big Ten games earlier in the day. Well, I couldn't live by that. It was too nice a day to be inside all day. Oh, I, geez, I had to pick my spots. Go. I had to pick my spots. I didn't want to be glued. You know, it's one thing if it's Friday night's weather. That's one thing. I didn't thing. do anything Friday night. I just said, I'm packing it in. And I did. I told Doc Friday night when Notre Dame beat State one to nothing. I said, that means absolutely nothing. Notre Dame cannot score. The only way they can win is if you shut the other team out for the most part or give up one goal. I said, this thing is wide open, and if State wins tomorrow, they'll win Sunday. However, it got a little tight for State, down one nothing after the first period in Game 2. Yeah. But then State scored a few goals, and then yeah. Game 3, it was up in the air. State's a better team. The difference this year, in my opinion, is easy. They can score. They got more guys that can score. For years Still past, not where they need to over be, the last but, five yeah. or six years, in my opinion, yep. what gave them those massive losing records is they couldn't score goals. Well, now they can score well, more. They, yeah. And playing Notre Dame, it's a perfect matchup. I told Fred last week, he, he said, you, you like State? He said, yeah. Joey likes State, too. He said, the Notre Dame can't score. Nope. You they, they, the only they team that score. they play well that they drive nuts is Michigan. But they don't play Michigan this week. They play Michigan. Now, they're not, the, the, the fallacy of all this is that all these angles about the NCAA tournament. But to me and Brock, if they don't beat Minnesota, they're not going to make it. Nope. Uh, it's as simple as that. They play Minnesota, Minnesota because Saturday night at 9 o'clock. Now, that's an entirely different animal. Okay. Because, Tim, uh, Michigan State is literally 16th in the pairwise rankings. Well, you can't, 16th. You, you can't move up if you don't beat Minnesota. If you do beat Minnesota, you will move up. If you lose to Minnesota, you're not going to move up. So that's who they've got in the semifinals. Ohio State's at Michigan in the other semifinal. I told Brock, I said, in the history of college hockey, has there ever been a team this year like Michigan State who played its last home game on Feb- as early as February 10th? It was, a, you know, I just, it's a mind boggling schedule setup that they had, but it just worked out that way. So, so that's what we've got. So then uh, the Big Ten basketball tournament, I said I have two dark horses on opposite sides of the bracket. I would not be shocked. If the final game this Sunday pits Illinois against Michigan State, I would not be shocked. I'd be surprised, but not shocked. But, you know, look, with all due respect, first of all, who's the Big Ten Coach of the Year? Because they got their award. Chris Collins, Northwestern, in my opinion. Well, it's either him or Matt Painter. They won by three games, yeah. and, they, and they weren't picked. They, to, they weren't picked to win it, and who, they won. Oh, that's right, because Indiana was. Indiana was picked to win it. Purdue won by three games. It's either him or Collins. But to okay. me, with all due respect to Northwestern, God bless them. If Northwestern's the number two seed in the Big Ten tournament, that tells me where the Big Ten stands in terms of war. What it tells me is there's just massive parity, yeah. meaning that nobody can stand out amongst everyone else. And Northwestern's else. a good team, but not great. I'd pick right now straight up Michigan State to beat Purdue if they play. Okay. In the semifinal, if they play State, it'll beat Purdue. Okay. I don't know if they'll win Sunday. Because it would take a lot out of them to beat Purdue. Because Michigan State's going to play either Iowa, Ohio State, or Wisconsin. They've got three uh, revenge games. They've got revenge against Iowa, revenge against Purdue, and perhaps revenge against Northwestern. And Illinois. They've got four revenge games the way that bracket sets up. That, I mean, that just is what it well, is. Well, Northwestern could play Illinois. They only play one of those teams. I don't have Northwestern getting there. I just don't have okay. them. But look at the team since State played them who've just tanked. They lost to Rutgers in Madison Square Garden. Rutgers immediately went into the tank. Yeah, they, they lost to Michigan and Ann Arbor. Michigan hasn't beaten anybody. They lost to Michigan at home in New Jersey. Who? who? Rutgers. They lost to Michigan in New Jersey. 
No, no, no. I'm saying that Michigan State lost to Rutgers in Madison Square Garden, oh, okay. and since then, Rutgers hasn't done a thing. Yeah, they Michigan lost at home beat to Michigan, Michigan State in Ann Arbor, and yeah. since then, Michigan has struggled. Iowa has struggled since they beat Michigan State lost in Iowa City. Lost at home to City. Nebraska yesterday, which Every makes no sense. Every one of these teams is completely, and I, and I include Purdue. Purdue had Illinois down 24 yesterday and had to play hang on with one possession game yeah. at the end to win it at yeah. home. Now these teams are all going to a neutral site. Now all these crazy gyms are out of play. All these nutcase gyms with all these crazy fans. Which you don't like. Oh, I don't care. I'm just saying it influences who wins the game. Which is why you don't like well, it. Well, now, now I know how you think. Now we get the neutral sites. And by the way, Tim, I know how you it think. was not a neutral site yesterday on the women's side. That was like I... Uh, that, that, I've never seen so Carver, many fans... Hawkeye North? Uh, I mean, they filled the place. And let's just say Ohio State went along with it. That, I had to count them out. We had a 37-point game at halftime yesterday. Well, there was the no reason to watch game. the second half. There was no reason to watch the second quarter. There was no reason to watch the last three minutes of the first quarter. Ohio State said, you know what? It took a lot for us to come back and beat Indiana 24 down. We're done. And they should have lost to Michigan in the quarterfinals. But Michigan screwed up the final possession in so, typical Michigan fashion. So then you fashion. go around, because I'm watching the South Carolina women just destroy Tennessee. They're 32-0. and 0, And I want to wish everybody luck in that women's tournament. So there's a little bit of that. And then you just dabble around a few of the other games that are going on just to... Uh, and, cl- and then Saturday night... Uh, you know, there's a couple of the blue bloods that are coming around, man. Kentucky and Duke, look yep, out! Yep. Kentucky and Duke are playing that they usually played well at the front of the year and faded. Now they started poorly, and now Duke and Kentucky, yep, Duke, they are. So that's yeah. a great win for Duke at Carolina. A very Carolina, good win. And Carolina and they gave them fifty-seven points doing it. Yeah. And then Kentucky went to Arkansas and won there. That's a very good win for Kentucky. I mean, don't count these guys nope. out nope, you uh, can't. one way or the other. You can't. So, I mean, we've got all that. Well, let's see who's on the Culligan Water Highline. Everybody is in the running today for gifts today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. And everybody, if you're on three times, you got three shots just to talk about whatever. And Holt, Jim's on the Monday Morning Sparrow Stout on Sports Morning, Jim. Good morning, guys. Hey, um, just, a, just a note. I've never been to the... Uh the state finals wrestling um, at um, Port Field. And what an experience. I mean, it, when they do that parade of the kids, like 1,200 kids, when they walk through and play the Rocky theme and all like that, I got chills. That was really a nice experience. And I want to congratulate a kid that I know from Hazlitt who didn't win. His name's Richard Barshaw. But uh, congratulations for him to getting that far. So it was just a good experience. I just wanted to share that with you guys. All right, good, James. Thanks. That was part of all the things you had. To I've think. heard it's great. Who won it's... the Big Ten wrestling title last night? I don't you know. know. That Tim... was in Ann Arbor. That was on the Big Ten Network for a while. Those sports, of course, get lost amongst all the basketball in March, right? And to an extent, some of the hockey. But you know, but it, look, March is a basketball month. It, 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 you know, it's, it's been marketed that way, it's, and it's it, how it it's is. It's just basically a basketball month. Now, that said, a couple things before we go to the first break today. Uh, we haven't we, even gotten to everything yet, folks. We haven't come close. No. But we will tell you that it is time now for the Sparrow Stout on Sports Gillespie Group High School Salute. The Gillespie Group is renowned for quality and dedication. Honored to salute a high school standout. We got two of them this morning. Amongst all the state champions that were crowned in a variety of sports over the weekend, we have two from the mid-Michigan area individual state high school bowling champions. And one is a freshman. Savannah Portillo from Charlotte won the bowling Division II Singles Championship on Saturday. 
And Mason Keene, a senior from Stockbridge, won the boys' Division II State High School Bowling Championship. Savannah Portillo from Charlotte, Mason Keene from Stockbridge. Well, the Gillespie Group is proud of its projects near and far across the state. Great recognition from many organizations and governmental bodies. They have great properties all over the place. Congratulations to Pat and the 90 staff membership of the uh, Gillespie Group. And the Gillespie's salute, a high school standout of variety, you know, the, the Athletes, coaches, teams, administrators, and this morning, two of them, because they won individual high school bowling state championships over the weekend on Saturday. Savannah Portillo, the freshman from Charlotte in Division Two, and on the boys' side in Division Two, Mason Keene from Stockbridge State High School individual bowling champions. Now, as a part of our 30th anniversary um, observation, not celebration, observation this week, uh, Dominic Magaldi at Dusty's, or excuse me, it's Sparty's, not Dusty's, Sparty's, uh, in the Frandor Shopping Center. Tomorrow is their normal half price off Coney Islands. Okay, they're open till 2 o'clock each day. But on Wednesday, uh, if you uh, dine in or out at Sparty's and Frandor till 2 o'clock on Wednesday, uh, when you uh, pay your bill, you mentioned uh, congratulations, Stout on Sports, or words to that effect, and your bill is discounted 30% all day on Wednesday. That's 1% for each year. That Stout on Sports has been on the air. More of you in just a moment. On we go. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If you're on the air, you're in the running, okay? We're giving away three gifts from Farm Bureau Insurance today. Beautiful gift bags. We got four more gifts tomorrow. Five coming up on Wednesday. Just our way of saying thank you for being a part. Partners with us on The Sparrow. Stout on Sports. You're seriously thinking of updating your home inside or out, okay? From personal experience, we fully endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos. They added a massive deck to our home earlier this year. We offered them a video praising the quality of work and the entire experience. Online, go to custombuilt.com or call them at 881-9871. Get an appointment for whatever interests you. This company of Michael Flory is fabulous. We totally recommend them to help you. Custom-built design and remodeling at Okemos. Infinity Chiropractic, serving our area for 40 years under the ownership of Dr. Harry Satimi. Their offices cover the area between East Lansing, St. Joe Highway and Lansing and Grand Ledge. They're always accepting new patients. They welcome patients of all ages and enjoy caring for infants, children, expectant mothers and families. Stop in at any of the three offices and be sure to find a family. You'll see they're having their spines checked and fixed. A total of six chiropractic between the three offices. Infinity Chiropractic. It is always golf season at Michigan State's Forest Acres Complex. The pro shops have terrific closeouts on special apparel and merchandise. Great for gift giving. Check the website at any time for the latest on golf activities. That's golf.msu.edu. Call 355-1635 for any information on tee times and availabilities and practice anytime in the heated stalls on the East Course. The 2023 season will be better than ever. So always think golf is ongoing in MSU's Acres Golf Complex. Tailgating season or any other special occasion, Tom's Food Centers in Okemos and Portland are ready to make it great for you. The entire family has created Tom's Food Centers, and they upgrade the stores with new renovations on a consistent basis. And it's also so convenient to get in and out right away seven days a week. A lot of things on sale. The stores are fully stocked. They're neat, clean, sanitary. And for all those special occasions, you can dart in and out anytime, seven days a week. Try them. Tom's Food Centers in Okemos and Portland. Searching for fun ways to spend your tax return? 
Boats for cats. Oh, flotation devices for cats. Don't waste it all on something silly. Spend smarter with Straight Talk. Get our... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The wine bar and the tap room, and there's Matt Rhodes. Matt, good to see you. Good to see you, Michael. And yes, 2023 is going to be a fun year. Our Cabernet Club has been a big hit, and we look forward to adding more clubs throughout the year. What about the rest of Dusty's, the wine bar and the tap room and those other services you offer? Yeah, the wine bar and tap room are going strong. The wine bar for casual fine dining, the tap room, your local neighborhood pub. Uh, In the past, uh, I've used your catering services both at your place and at my house. Are you still going to offer those? Yes, we do for all top events, being family, social, corporate, either on-premise here at Dusty's in one of our four private dining areas or at your home or business. Even tailgates, too. So join me, Michael Patrick Shields, and join the 6 for 66 Wine Club at Dusty's Cellar. You know by now it's on Grand River in Okemos and online at DustyCellar.com. Cheers, Michael Patrick. Doggy Daycare and Spa is proud to be the area's original doggy daycare center. With nearly two decades in business, we strive to provide your dog with the very best in cageless daycare, overnight boarding, and a full line of grooming services. Our expertly trained staff's commitment and love for your four-legged family member will be apparent the first time you step through our doors. With locations in Lansing and Okemos, we are convenient for everyone. Give us a call at 333-WOOF. That's 333-9663. Visit us online at lansinghiphounds.com. Or better yet, stop in for a tour today. Doggy Daycare and Spa, where the hip hounds hang out. Our friend Val Orlando has done so well with City Limits in Mason, right? Well, he also has an all-state insurance agency that you hear us talk about uh, all the time. He has a new location now with same great service. Stop in and say hello. The new all-state office next to the Secretary of State's office on Cedar Street and College Road, just off 127. Call for information on all-state insurance options at Val Orlando's agency at 969-5300. That's 969-5300. Valor Landers Allstate Insurance. We've partnered for years with our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. You always get fast delivery and a variety of specials every day. Order online at cottagein.com. Convenient locations all over our area, especially East Lansing and Okemos. Cottage and Pizza offering a wide variety of gourmet pizzas, and you can build your own just the way you want. Handmade dough closes at 11.30 each night. Way to go, George Hoover, with a continued growth and success of our official pizza, Cottage and Gourmet Pizza. Tax season. I got two great recommendations for you here. Deb Allerding and her staff at MidMichigan Tax on the north side of Lansing at 694-9545. And once she works for you, you are going to find out that you got a tax partner that will take care of you forever for all that is. Deb Allerding, MidMichigan Tax, 694-9545. And Evan Wilson is the Senior Vice President at Climax Insurance. I've told you the drill every day. ClimaxInsurance.com. Hit the request to quote button. Get a free gift card. Spend it any way you want. No obligation, but then you get a chance to look at the best one in insurance anywhere to improve what you have or start what you are beginning to need. All right? Oh, and his phone number is easy to remember as well. Evan Wilson, 816 2000. From the White Law 
PLLC Studios, Lansing Sports Leader. The game, 7.30 a.m. On we go on this uh, kind of 30th anniversary week observation, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Five of you get great gift packs. Or excuse me, three of you get great gift packs at the end of the show today. We'll just draw. You don't have to be listening to win. We'll let you know you got a couple of weeks to come in after where we have very, very nice gift packs from Farm Bureau Insurance. Uh, Victor's in Lansing. He's up next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, Victor. Morning, Tim. Morning, Brock. What's up? Uh, just wanted to let you guys know... Uh I haven't listened every day, but I've listened to your show since day one. And I appreciate what you guys do and um, just wanted to let you know that. Very good. What else with you this morning? Thank you. Um, I wanted to, what's your opinion on what's Adam Nightingale doing different than the last two coaches at Michigan State hockey couldn't do? Well, I mean, I th- we were just mentioning this. They, they got more guys, in my opinion, it's simple. They got more guys that can score. And the, the, when they've struggled the last five, six, seven, however many years, I thought they, they just cannot score. And they cannot score in the power play. And I just think they have a fit. Look, their margin for error is narrow. They may have won their last game. They're going to clearly be an underdog to end their season Saturday night. But they are in the Big Ten semifinals, and it's a one-game deal. It's not like they got to beat Minnesota two out of three, but I think it's simple. They have more opportunities to score on offense, which I have not seen in the last six or seven years. Uh, and against Notre Dame, I thought they don't have to score very much to win that series. And um, right. so, you know, Notre Dame, and, and conversely, Notre Dame struggles. They've struggled to score for 100 years, in my opinion. Everything they do is good defensively and with their goalie, but that can't... That it just can't last forever. If they, you know, they put up five goals in three games. Michigan State during their down years always could hang in there defensively. In my opinion, they had enough defensemen and go, but they would do some things that were preposterously stupid in terms of penalties and so on and so forth. Then they'd get beat on a power play or whatever. This team doesn't seem to take as many penalties. Um, is smarter than that. Has a little more depth, but just in my opinion, it's simple. They got more guys that can score, and they haven't had that before. Now again, yeah, if they if they lose, they're going to finish eighteen, eighteen and two, and more than likely they will not make the NCAA tournament. Well, I don't think they should with that kind of record. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, they still will have won 18 out of 38 games. But yeah, if you're asking, is that an improvement just on the tournament alone, that would be considered improvement, yes. Well, I can't believe, how long has the Big Ten tournament been going on? Cause it Ten was years. It ten was 10 years. years. They, they had, had never won a game. They had never won a game, let alone a series. That shows you where they've been. But, but now that streak's broken. But uh, I thought the whole key... Had Penn State, and Wacko was 1-1 to in the second period in Columbus last night, if Penn State would have won that game, then Penn State would have gone to Minnesota, and Michigan State would have gone to Michigan next Saturday. And in my opinion, that would have been a coin toss, because I think Michigan State can play with Michigan and would have played with them in Ann Arbor next Saturday night. Minnesota is going to be much tougher, in my oh, opinion. They're going to roll, roll Michigan State. I don't, I don't see a team... I mean, I haven't seen, you know, all the good teams in the, the country play, but Minnesota's on another level. They are certainly in the Big Ten. But at any rate, thank you, Victor. Appreciate thank the call. Gentlemen. Stay in touch. East Lansing. Fred's up next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, Fred. Morning, Tim. Hey, first of all, congratulations on uh, 30 years. What an accomplishment. The 50 years on TV is even, uh, I guess, better on, on one level. That's the first thing. I've enjoyed your show for a long time, and I was so 
happy when you started having the podcast so I could uh, listen to uh, any segments or shows that I missed. Uh, so that that was really a plus for me. Well, it's nice of you to say. Thank you. Yeah. Second thing is your your accuracy and your predictions with uh, MSU hockey. And then I guess more importantly, Lansing Catholic over Hazlitt. I mean, what a bummer for Hazlitt to lose two games and be out of the tournament. But that's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I told Brock Friday. I said, you know, as good as they're like a lot of really good teams who've dominated during the year. But when you get into the neutral court, one and done, and they're playing a very good team, which they played, I, I just think somehow the atmosphere is such that it, it gets. It's just tougher because you're in a new mental environment and all that, and it's it just it can happen. Hazlitt is not the only girls team or any team, as you know, in the state tournament that's gone through the district with a glittering regular season. And record, and they got knocked out before the district, uh, you know, without winning a district title. So, yep, and Lansing Catholic certainly was on a roll too. So that uh, they were a tough opponent. The last thing is, I'm a, I'm a little bit bothered about the uh, NCAA scoring record that quote is about to be broken by uh, what's his name Davis from the University of Detroit. Right. I mean, Maravich played three years. This kid, I think, has had five or six years of uh, eligibility in playing and you know no three-point line and i read something recently somebody calculated that if there had been a three-point line maravich would have uh, averaged about 58 points a game i mean i i'm a year older than you i can remember watching his game a few of the games and when they were televised at college and i was always a fan of pistol peeps and i wonder if there'd be an asterisk in the book or the record book or who knows but it's uh it sort of grinds me a little bit, which is sort of a minor thing in life. Well, uh, thanks, Fred. I mean, it, it, is it an ethical thing, Brock, where Detroit Mercy's got to pay $28,000 with a big losing record to get into one of these flea bag tournaments just so he can play one more game and then break the career break the college record. scoring record? Is that the way you do it? You know, his dad's the coach at Detroit Mercy. Uh, yeah, Mike Davis, the former Indiana coach. I mean, you can make up your own mind relative to all that. But essentially what Detroit Mercy's uh, season became was, can this kid go ahead and break the record? And whether or not it has any effect on their one lost record, uh, that was secondary. In Delta Township, Joe is on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports Morning, Joe. Yeah, Tim. Uh, yeah, congrats on all the years and stuff here you have. But I was curious, uh, what happened to Ryan Brim there? Uh, I was watching him and or, you know the scores, and he almost made the cut there uh, on Friday, and then uh, he fell apart. You know what? Uh, well, what I mean, the only thing I saw was Thursday he shot 75, which on that course doesn't knock you out of it. And then we didn't, you know, the problem was he played in the morning Thursday so we could follow him on the air. And then Friday he played in the afternoon, and Friday afternoon was all the chaos in our studio because of all the games being, you know, changed and postponed because of the weather. So we kind of lost track with him. Brock, you know how he, I mean, we know he missed the cut. Yeah, he missed the cut. Let me see if I can find the... Why, were you following him, uh, Joe, and then just he disappeared from the radar? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I thought he was going to make the cut, and then when I checked uh, on Friday night, the last four holes, I mean, he was like six or eight over par on the last four holes. Yeah, he shot 79. He missed the cut by a lot. Yeah, uh, I did not see that only, Charlie, because, again, there was everything else going on, and after a 75 on Thursday, I thought, you know, he's like 88th or 90th, wherever he was in the field of 120. Now, Brock, is he in the player? He's in the players this week, is he not? Uh, he got that for winning the Puerto Rican Open. And by the way, he that got thing, in last year. No. 
Carolina. That got him in last year. Uh, no, I think you're right. I, I don't. I haven't seen a field uh, list yet for the uh, uh, players' championship. That probably won't come out until tomorrow or Wednesday. So, well, we'll keep an eye on them. And I appreciate the call a great deal. In Morris, Charlie is on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports Morning, Charlie. Hey, Tim, how you doing? I'm good, buddy. What's going on? Thanks, buddy. What's hey. up with you today? Sure. Hey, well, talk a little bit more about MSU hockey. I thought another difference is, you know, St. Cyr. I thought St. Cyr yes. is uh, really playing hot right now, too, as well. I mean, he, you know, amazing. When they pulled the goalie, I mean, he was like, you know, crazy how they were attacking him, and he still, you know, had some really good shots. I, I was surprised how the Notre Dame coach, he was pretty aggressive before, you know, pulling his goalie in both game two and three. Well, I think uh, he know. Yeah. I think he knows, you know, we, we look, we don't have uh, the grind line. We don't have scorers. I mean, we don't have, Wayne Gretzky isn't going out there on this line to score. I right. mean, for Notre Dame to score, I mean, it's just, it, it's just their nature. They've made what they've made be, because they stay in these games defensively. But to your yeah. point, the only reason I didn't mention Saints here earlier is because even when State struggled in the last few years, they had reasonably good goaltending and defense. But they get Jake Hildebrand, John Lethemans. Yeah, I mean they they get beat two to one and three to two. now, the problem with Minnesota is Minnesota's third and fourth line offensively is capable of scoring. Now, but this is, you know, to me, is this time for the Kurt Russell uh, miracle on ice speech? We don't have to beat them. Yeah. You know, we only got to right. beat them one time. One time. One yeah. time's all we got to beat them. Uh, right. But, look, I mean, clearly Minnesota is a favorite on its ice. They've beaten Michigan State handily four times so far this season, but those four aren't going to count on the... You know, State should go up there and just freewheel it. I mean, the pressure's not, I don't think, on them. I think the pressure's clearly on Minnesota. Uh, Right, and they show they do, you know, they did well on the road. I mean, at Notre Dame, I mean, that's pretty impressive to, you know, win two out of three times. I mean, I know... Notre Dame is Notre Dame, but still in a hostile crowd like that, I thought they... No, no, I agree. And their crowd bailed, you know, they had... uh, You know, I'm amazed Notre Dame hockey has not taken off more than it has, because they used to play, when my kids were in school there, you know, they played in that old, ancient, horrendous looking... uh, Oh, at the Joyce Center. At the Joyce Center. And then they built this brand new, gorgeous, and I mean it is gorgeous, but they didn't come close to filling the arena Friday night and last night. Saturday, they filled it. I think their fans on you know, Saturday afternoon. We got nothing to do, so we'll go to the game Saturday. And if the Irish win, the Irish move on. But the Irish didn't win and move on. And last night, I didn't think that crowd. You know, that's the other. Thing. I don't think the crowd. The crowd at Munn would have been far more influential, I think, than the crowd at Notre Dame. I, I always thought State was going to win a series. I just thought they would. I just thought Notre Dame just doesn't match up well with them. So, yep. there we go. Thank Thanks, Charlie. Lois is in Lansing on the Monday Sparrows out on Sports. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Say, uh, Michigan State hockey, you know, the second half of the season is when they did the majority of their losing. Now, it's interesting how to make a take on that because the second half of the season, all the teams are playing as hard as they can because they know tournaments are coming up and they want to get as high a seed as possible. And it'll be interesting to start next year. Are they have the teams figure out Michigan State, or will Michigan State even get better next year? It's just going to be interesting to see when next year comes. All right, thanks, Lois, and I agree. And the one before everybody gets all excited that they're back, they lose nine players, including the goalie. That's a lot of. Oh players. yeah, Saint Cyr's only a one-year guy. That's yeah. a lot of players to lose. Okay, so that I mean they they lose a lot of who they have right now. 
But they also, this team, I think, is just better disciplined, too. They take penalties, but they don't take nearly the dumb penalties. And they still, and there are a couple of guys on this team, to me, at times, that I say, why would you take that penalty? The only way Notre Dame's going to win this thing is on a play. The only way they're going to score is if you give them a power play opportunity, which is how they scored the two opening goals, if I remember correctly, last night and Saturday. That's the only way they scored. So if you don't take, but now to Notre Dame's credit, Brock, Notre Dame doesn't take penalties at all. Michigan takes a thousand penalties, and I think that's what hurts Michigan. You know, I thought. Remember, I told Adam Nightingale, I said, you know, everybody likes Michigan against Wisconsin, and you'd pick them. They're playing at home, but Wisconsin had split the last three series, and Wisconsin had them a goal down Friday night when Michigan scored with 23 seconds to go and put it in overtime and won. And then last night, or the second game, they only won seven to four. And that game was close right up to the bitter end, and then Michigan got a couple late. But now Michigan's also a team that's extremely dangerous to play because they got a lot of NHL prospects on that team. I would say their game at home with Ohio State is an absolute coin toss. Who would you pick in that? I'd pick Michigan only because they're at home. Yeah, only because they're. If they were, if you know, a, they lost two to Ohio State, one at that, Columbus and one outdoors in the in Cleveland, Cleveland Brown Stadium. If it were a neutral, if it were neutral ice, I'd probably pick Ohio State. But since it's in Ann Arbor, I'd take Michigan. We'll go to break. Come back. This is our third. Callers, hang on. Call, hang on, callers. We're giving away from Farm Bureau Insurance three beautiful gift bags of gifts today. We appreciate all the loyalty from all our sponsors over the years, uh, of which you'll be. We have four gifts tomorrow. Tomorrow, five gifts on Wednesday. Wednesday's the actual day. We first went on the year March 8th, 1993. So like Brock says, if we make it a Wednesday, then that's 30 years right on the nose. You don't need to call and tell us how great we are. We already know you're lying if you do. But we'll just chat about whatever's hot. Because this is March Madness. And March Madness, we got plenty to talk about. But at the end of the show today, you don't have to be listening to win. Brock will draw from all the callers today. And we'll give away three gifts from Farm Bureau Insurance, one of our longtime sponsors and a great sponsor of the Michigan High School Athletic Association. It's the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on The Game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Uh, coming up, uh, Greg Iani, former Deputy Athletic Director at Michigan State. He's going to be coming up in the middle hour. Look forward to talking to him. Uh, then at 1 o'clock, ESPN Radio. Then at 4, Offensive-Minded with Beanie Howell. And at 6.35 tonight, it's Pistons basketball. Uh, Detroit Pistons basketball. And that's what's on tap today here on The Game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. You always have a great time at Scott Berman's One North Kitchen and Bar, 5001 West Saginaw, Lansing. It's in the old Reno's West location. Dine-in or curbside service, all the info at onenorthdining.com. Or call 901-5001 for any special event. Open 11 to 11 and then till midnight on Friday and Saturday. A casual and entertainment-based environment where your gathering will have a great time every time. That's One North on West Saginaw in West Lansing. We always try to endorse the area's best companies. You know that through the years, MidMichigan has body shops galore. Number one by far I've seen is Driven Collision. Founded by Joel Laird and what a company he has. Easy to find, I-496 at the Lansing Road exit. Up the hill, on the right, no problem. His business has grown dramatically through the years because the work is so good for the customers. You get a lifetime warranty on the work of Driven Collision. A free loaner if you need one. He works with all insurance companies. Driven Collision, 977-0955. If you love golf and you just want a casual, easy, fun nine holes and you've been around here a while, Indian Hills in Okemos is exactly that. 
But the big thing about Indian Hills is Sam and J.C. do club repair. And nobody in the area does club repair like Indian Hills does all year long. The phone number is 349-1010. They'll either make you a club from scratch or they'll repair the ones you have and give you good advice. And then go try it out on the nice, easy nine-hole layout. Indian Hills in Okemos, 349-1010. For more than 80 years, MidMichigan has benefited from all those wonderful quality dairy stores. There's always one close to you. And as we like to say, it's always quality dairy time around MidMichigan in so many different ways. But convenience is number one. With fresh baked goods every day in the deli and a whole lot more for you. Pick up anytime you want for the most sundry items you can imagine. It's always quality dairy with quality start to finish. We love quality dairy taking care of so many people throughout MidMichigan. Introducing Total by Verizon, a new prepaid wireless provider with no contract plans starting at just $30 a month. With Total by Verizon, you don't have to sacrifice. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And it's safe and sound, and you ought to see all the people in the parking lot who enjoy city limits every single day. You can sign up for a bowling league for a special occasion seven days a week after a game or go watch games on the big screen TV. City limits on Cedar Street and Mason. Everybody knows where it is, and everybody loves it. You'll love city limits Cedar Street and Mason, too. Mid-Michigan Tax and Accounting is moving to a new location. The number is the same, 694-9545 for Deb Allerding and her staff to give you the best tax and accounting help you'll find anywhere. The new address, all right, is located on the north end of Lansing near State Road, 15851 South US 27, Building 20, Suite 21. And if that's too much for you, call and get the direction, 694-9545, a new location now for MidMichigan Tax and Accounting. Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, dedicated to serving this state and only Michigan, founded in 1949 by Michigan farmers, Members of Michigan Farm Bureau who wanted an insurance company that worked as hard as they did, gave honest service, cared about Michigan's future. More than 800 associates to serve you, nearly 450 agents over all regions of Michigan, prepared to protect you from the risks of everyday life. Check out the ratings and you'll find that you always win with Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. Get more for your money at Meyer. Right now, mix or match over a thousand items and pay just one dollar each when you buy seven of items like extra large avocados, select varieties of Campbell's condensed soup, and select Body Armor Super Drink. Plus, it's double points week. Earn two times the points for every dollar you spend through Emperor's. No clip necessary. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Excludes fuel. All right, golfers, there may be a little snow and still cold, but you can get ready. The season's around the corner. Leading edge golf. Jolly Road across from Okemos High School. 349-7274. Go play indoor golf anytime, any time of the year. Rains, cold, snow, whatever. 349-7274. The leading golf retailer in our area. Leading edge golf six days a week, 12 months a year. The game. 
game. 7.30 a.m. Streaming the best and non-stop sports talk now for all of Lansing and the free Game 7.30 a.m. app. Tap, tap, tap in today. We're live here in the Driven Collision Studios among our loyal sponsors, Pure Green Smith Tree at 703-1111. They've had our breaking sports moments for a long, 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 long time. We always recommend Pure Green Smith Tree. Brock, Derek Carr's going to sign with the New Orleans Saints. Looks like a four-year deal. Could be official today. So that's in this morning on free agent yep. season. Derek Carr to the New Orleans Saints. <clears throat> and there was some conjecture where he may end up. The Jets have been in play a little bit there. Now, the reason he can sign before the free agency period starts next week is because uh, the Raiders cut him. Raiders cut him to make him a free agent, which is why they're agreeing now instead of next week. And Holt, Tom's up next on this Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports during our 30th anniversary week observations. Morning, Tom. Good morning, Tim. Uh, I'm going to stick my neck out on a couple games in the, ba- in the basketball tournament. Uh, well, first off, I think Michigan's going to hammer Rutgers. I, I, I don't see Rutgers. They can't score. And I think Michigan will win that. And I wouldn't be shocked if they beat Purdue. I really wouldn't. Oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Them. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. Michigan, if nothing else, has shown it can play with anybody. Now, whether they get yeah, through yeah. all 40 minutes or 45, that's another issue. Annie can comment on this in a few moments. But, if, you know, they've had three straight overtime games. They won the home game. And you can argue they should have beat or could have beat Illinois and Indiana, which was a brutal way to end the regular season. But they hung in there tough, right? Right, and the bigs, you know, I mean, they, they, you know, they there's they got talent there, no question. Dickinson's tough, and I think another team that, that Iowa's they they're a tough team to read. I, would you be shocked if Ohio State took them out? Uh, no, I, I, but I would pick Iowa. But but here's the problem with Iowa. Does Ohio State best beat Wisconsin? I, so who are we going to see? The yeah. Iowa team that scored 112 or went to Bloomington last week and won by 22, or the Iowa team that went home on Senior Day and lost to Nebraska? Which one of them you're going to see? And now you're on a neutral I, floor where we never seen any of these teams all season. They're on a neutral floor. And Ohio State has, you know, they got young kids. They're Ohio State for crying out loud. You know, they don't recruit bad players. I mean, those those players, those guys played tough Saturday against State. They, well, they, they, they did. I thought they might quit when they got off to such a horrendous start, but they hung in, hung in, hung in. And you're right. I mean, Ohio State does not recruit, you know, back, back, you know, back country high school so players. They are Northwest. Uh, and I, so that, to me, if that happens, I think it's Michigan, Michigan State semis, which that which would be fun. I, I think that's very possible. Well, we I mean it'd be. They I think all these games. I, I I only just walked in the door. I said, if you had to pick one of the fourteen teams on a sheet and you could only win but wouldn't lose, who would you put down to win the Big Ten tournament title? And I think whether other than the Wednesday teams, I think any of those teams could somehow sneak through there. Uh, even the teams that have got to play four games. Uh, I, I, I can't. Penn State. I can't rule them out. This is because, like you say, like the Iowa team. Which Iowa team are we going to see? Uh, yeah. So, any rate, thanks, well, Tom. Illinois was a good. Well, that, is another team to avoid. Well, and they're down twenty four. They're down twenty one at the half yesterday at Purdue. And I said, you know, I just don't see Purdue hanging that kind of a win there. Illinois, if they haven't completely quit, they'll hang in. They cut it to one possession and then couldn't quite finish the deal. But I think Purdue's vulnerable. 
I, I just think they are. I just think Purdue's vulnerable. I think they things went their way early in the year. They won a lot of close games, and I don't think this is at any. This is just my own opinion. I think it's an average Big Ten with tremendous parity, one to fourteen. I mean, even goofy Minnesota might hang in. I don't think they'll win a game, but and and the, to your point, Ohio State is the thirteenth seed, and they were picked to finish second in the preseason Big Ten. So. And they've got a guy projected to go in the first round of the draft in Bryce Sensabaugh. Yeah, so we'll see. At any rate, thank you, Tom. Let's stay and hold Joe's next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Hi. Now, you sort of took some of my questions away about being on a neutral court. Well, I mean, so do you have one or you don't have no, one? No, I, no, but no, what I was saying, what I was thinking... With Tom playing on neutral courts in like in November and December, would they have a slight edge playing on on a neutral court? If you're because they because they have done it, you well, know. Well, those games were so. Thanks, Joe. Those games were so far in the past that. Uh, Brock, I, I don't think you in a can, long time. I, mean, I don't think November, December, like we were saying in November, December, Kentucky and uh, Duke didn't look very good. You know, no. Duke's only lost eight games, though. Yeah, they're playing better. No you know, doubt. they look good. I, man, you I'll tell you what, you, you know, you play Duke, you still e- got to play. Even though, even though Carolina's not that great this year, and I'm talking about North Carolina, of course, uh, you win in Chapel Hill. That's still, and, you, and you mentioned it, they only gave up 57 points. Right. Yeah, Duke's getting better. So great. And so is Kentucky. Well, uh, uh, it hasn't been 30 years that we've had Greg Ianni with us, but the few years that we have had with him, he's, he's one of our favorite people in terms of uh, audience response and I tried to I argue with my oldest son my oldest son said at one time when Greg was calling in every now and then when he was driving around he was employed and hadn't retired uh, Tom said to me you ought to have him on a little more often and then I thought about it and thought about it because I knew he was retiring and I said I wonder in retirement if he'd like to come in and see how <laughs> how brain dead this stuff is <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get a job, do this. You know? <laughs> so I don't know how long it's been. I mean, but we've had great response. We've had fun. I mean, I mean, this was your career for what twenty nine years. Forty, uh, 40 actually. actually, if you include Ohio U. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? If we can get a little bit of his expertise, so the rest of it is uh, history. So for the most part, so Greg's going to be in here, of course, with us for the next hour, and we'll blend in calls and all that because we got giveaways today. You know. Well, first of all, congratulations on thirty years. You know, it's um, you started this show, Tim, two months after I moved in. I thought it was close. Uh, East Lansing. I thought it was close. Because I came here on January 23rd, no, January 25th, um, 1993. And we were March 8th, 1993. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, you know, and early it's well documented how we started all that. And one of our favorite guests who I miss dearly, so even when he was the head coach, he was still funnier at heck, was Judd. Oh. And Judd yeah. used to, he was like you, he would cut from time to time. <laughs> I used to say to him, why are you listening to this dribble? And it would be during the season, and he'd, you know, he'd go to lunch or wherever he would go. So he'd turn the thing on at noon, and then he'd call, I mean, he would call in. And i said, you know, if you're going to do that, why are you calling on the caller's line? Because my producer doesn't know who you are, oh, so he, he says to me. Tell him the one time that Kyle Pearson said uh, we got Judd on no, line we, three. So, no, we were, the, the classic was, and, I, and I'll bring it up afterwards, you know, we're, uh, the callers are ripping Judd's recruiting. And they're ripping.
ripping it, and he hears it, so he's mad, so he's called, but he calls on the caller line. So during the break, the producer says to me, okay, Tim, coming up, you've got Tom and Williamston, you've got Joe and Mason, and you've got Judd and East Lansing. And I said to myself, if there's a God in heaven, this is not the Judd and East Lansing who I fear. So the first two guys just keep ripping Judd. Skip ripping his recruiting. So, okay, God, here's Judd and East Lansing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, so we'll get caught up with Greg when we come back after the news we're giving away at the end of today's show. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, everybody calls in. You're in for all the gifts all week long. We're giving away three beautiful gift packages today full of gifts from Farm Bureau Insurance, one of our loyal sponsors for years and years. Brock will draw at the end of the show. I don't have to be listening to win. Now, when you call, have a, a thought, a comment, or a question relative to the fact that Greg's in the studio today with his area of expertise and the level of, uh, you know, area that we're discussing because we got all this March Madness. High school, hockey, men, women, girls, boys, all that good stuff. After the news headlines on we go with the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Whether you're a mid-Michigan individual filing your personal tax return or an established business looking for corporate tax expertise, choose Simplified. Get more information and a wide range of... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Michigan News Network. I'm Beth Fisher. A big drug bust by the Sterling Heights narcotics team that officials say could save thousands of lives. Police say they arrested a large-scale local drug dealer who was selling fentanyl. Total of 119 points set a record for fewest points scored by both teams since the introduction of the 24-second clock. The record for the fewest points scored before the introduction of the shot clock stands at 37. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Starring Tim Stout on the game, 738. Phone lines are open now on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-300-4263. Or you can send Tim an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Let's get back to the show. Here's the dean of mid-Michigan sports, Tim Stout. On we go with hour number two here of the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. This will be a busy two hours between callers uh, because we're giving away three great gifts at the end of the show from callers today. And then you go in the rotation tomorrow and Wednesday. Wednesday is our actual 30th anniversary show, and we appreciate the fact that we have Greg Ianni in here on Mondays, okay, as he is in the studio. So when we all visit with each other in this hour, try to keep it all. Did anything from the weekend of... 
all of the first March Madness weekend stand out to you in any way? You're like me, though. I never, I've never spent more time in this winter talking about women's college basketball. And frankly, the only Michigan State angle there was the issue with the head coach's health. Right, right. But the player that you just, and I'm like you, even on a 37-point margin at halftime, I'm like you. I said, if they keep her in the game, I'll watch. Tim, I walked in. I mean, she is much must-see television. I mean, I, I, I just take time to watch her play. I just, I just enjoy watching her play so much. She's, she is, uh, she's a phenomenon. I mean, just the way she plays. She, she sees the game. I, I remember when um, Wayne Gretzky was was uh, in his prime and Magic was in his prime about the same time. And there was an article, I think, in Sports Illustrated about the two of them and about I'll never forget this about how they saw the game. They didn't see the game in the instant it was being played. They saw the game three seconds down the line. You know, they, they, their anticipation, that, that's what made them so great. And this, this young lady's the same way. I mean, her anticipation, you know, she's a great shooter. I love, uh, you know, she pulls up. They did a little thing yesterday comparing her to Steph Curry, which is kind of a reach, I know. But, but she plays a lot like Steph Curry. But her passing, Tim, is incredible. what she does the best. Oh, 17 assists? Are you kidding me? For a 30-point score to get in the championship game, no less. Yes. Now, it's not like they're playing the Little Sisters of the Poor in November. She has 30 points, 17 assists, and 10 rebounds, and she's half your size. I can only imagine, in that state, she's from West Des Moines, I can only imagine the level of celebrity she currently must oh. have. How does she go to class? Because oh. you can recognize her right away. It's not like football players with a helmet on. I mean, you can recognize yeah. her. And look at the tickets that she sells. Oh, how about and, the tickets, you know, the, the Iowa crowd yesterday oh. in Minneapolis? It was, it was incredible. For a women's and, game. And as you mentioned... They're going to get, they're going to get two home, two home games, games for the NCAA tournament. Fifteen thousand each game. That's right. Book it. You'll have book it. You'll have scalping of the tickets. Absolutely. And they'll get two home games. And then the angle is, is does she go back next year? And I would think if I, I mean, I don't know what her name, image, and likeness issues are, but is she, can you make the case that she's the most valuable athlete, men or women at Iowa, that we have to have back next year? I would say, Tim, if she went to the WNBA, she'd be taking a pay cut. She'd have to. A and huge and pay cut. how much is it worth to Iowa to get her back? Absolutely. The tickets that she sells. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I hope she comes back because I, I want to watch her play. I, I'm, every time she plays in the NCAs, I'm going to make sure I see it. I mean, I don't know how terrific. they're going to fare in the national tournament because I, 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 look, I, with all the rhetoric over here about the Big Ten, I think when they get out of the Big Ten, it's going to be a little different, although other teams will not have seen her face to face. But then, you know, is she going to make them, miss them, make them, miss them, whatever? They should get to the Sweet 16 with her. I don't think anybody can come close to South Carolina. No, South Carolina's got the great they, they athletes. Very talented. They're they, thirty-two. They've, they've won thirty-eight straight games yeah, dating back. Got it all. I mean, they are absolutely loaded. But I'd like to see Iowa play them. I would too. I'd like to see how. First of all, how she would play against the best, and second of all, how Don Staley would defend, try and defend her. That would that would be really interesting for me to see. Lyles and Lansing. He's up on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Good morning. I do enjoy Mondays. I. I 
really like Greg in there. He's very knowledgeable. I love his opinions, uh, uh, and he doesn't hold back much. Uh, Brock is a walking encyclopedia, Funk and Wagnalls, if you will. Well, when do and I then, get a when do I get a little love? And then and then comes the king of dribble. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you sold us for thirty years. My God. <laughs> I mean, they're not arguing with you. You don't hear anybody arguing with you, do you? I mean, my I have feelings too, you know. However, oh, yeah, yeah, I may tell you. If, if you can go on dribble for 30 years, just think if you had any substance. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say uh, you're, you're, you're not, you're not. well, I guess you are the, the mainstay of the local radio. But, um, no, it's been 30 years. I can remember, like you said, you know, with, was it Kyle Pearson? Yeah. Yeah. He yep. said he was going to his, he was a big Michigan fan because the girl he was dating was a Michigan fan. And the one day she came in to pick him up in the parking lot here and she had four of those, uh, you know, on the oh, windows of your car, those little cars, you know, with big M flags. And so when, <laughs> so she comes in and brought, and uh, Kyle says, I'd like to introduce you to my girlfriend. So I go out and so we're going out the door and I said, can I ask you a question? I said, like. If you lose one of those four M flags, does that ruin your day? You know what I mean? I mean, does it have to be all four? And what would most of them have just kind of one flag on the on the windows? You've got four of those. So then he says to me, he says, well, she's taking me to uh, my first Michigan football game this weekend. And she said, I said, really? You got good seats? He said, I don't know where we'll be sitting in the audience, but I'll let you know on Monday. <laughs> He says, so he came in the next Monday. He says, boy, the audience where we were seated was really crowded. <laughs> so, at any rate, uh, but that, that's... Wait, is, that, he, is he still down on, was it Las Cruces or something? Uh, like I think he's down in Texas. And usually he oh. checks in with us on a, you know, on a milestone day. We may, he, we may hear so from him we from may hear Wednesday. from him. But I remember that well. And, you know, the beauty of him was, first of all, he was very genuine. Um, and, you know, the sports end of it, this, he was the radio, not the sports end of it. But I never forget, but he was in the audience at Michigan for his very first football game. That's where he sat. And, uh, and I said to her, if you lose one of those 4M flags, like, does it ruin your day? Uh, she looked like she was driving at the head of the Michigan homecoming parade when she came in here that day. <laughs> so, anyway. Anyway, okay. Uh, hey, I, like I said, when uh, Greg had it right, that, that Caitlin Clark, she sees the floor in in fast time because I think it'd be fun to play with her because I mean she'll rocket that thing right through by the time you even well, think about batting it away it's gone. I mean I, thanks uh, uh, okay. well, I mean that center it's just she just catches it and gets a layup layup oh, yeah. layup 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 uh, and you know though they had to go overtime to win here Yes, they, they had to go overtime yeah. to win here, and frankly, Clark, you know, she, that was not her A game that night, but she hit too late that saved them, and then they won it in overtime here. Uh, you know, Michigan State beat Indiana here, went overtime and lost to Iowa. They only finished 16 and 14 and had a losing Big Ten record, but in this league, they were able to hang, you know, with the two best teams. Although, I don't know how good Indiana is. I mean, I, I, I don't, you know, they, they didn't look very good this They didn't week. play well against no. Michigan State at all, and then, you know, then they blew a 24-point lead to Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. Which you don't want to do. And Chris is in East Lansing. He's up next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports Morning, Chris. Morning, Tim. How you doing? Good, buddy. What's up? Hey, congrats, man. I think um, if my mind serves me right, 
you it was 12 12 30 p.m yes when you started out from home well we were noon to 12 30 we went the first two weeks 30 minutes yep. and then uh, the, the 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 general manager at the sue prister was her name and she came to me and she said you know we've sold enough commercials for this thing let's go to an hour so we did that but the problem yep. was as i was uh you know my wife was teaching and we didn't have anybody living with us at the time although that changed so we so i was you know we had three young kids and i watched my middle kid with trying to the two of them work with two youngsters and i said i don't know how we ever did it you had to go through that too oh yeah because jamie worked and coached and you yep. worked and coached and all that no question but at any rate here we are right yeah no great show and i've i've called pretty much over the years um great job greg and brock i i uh just want to comment on the on bat on the basketball season real quick um Let's one hypothetical. Let's let's say Michigan State did end up getting that Minnesota game in, which Minnesota I think ended up two and seventeen or something like that. State State would be twelve and eight, and then I got it. And Tom, I think I think they had a good season, but I won't say great. But I'll but I'll pin two losses on Tom, specifically the Purdue game and the Iowa game. And you win those two games, you're fourteen and eight. You win the Big Ten because because. Their loss on Purdue. Yeah, and they would have. They both would have been fourteen and six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're up. You're up ten with. If you're up ten with forty seconds to go, you you've been a ten. You've been you've been a better team for thirty nine minutes and twenty seconds. And I I still don't know why they didn't change some things up there. And then at the end of the Purdue game, everybody and their cousin knew they were going to Edie. And he. That's the other thing. I, I think I think called. Hall's injuries didn't didn't help any, and I don't think he really came back to him, his regular form. And then Sissoko improved last year to this year, but he really hasn't improved very much. I'm not I'm not being mean about to the kid, but he just really hasn't contributed as much as as I think they they thought he would have. But um, 14 and six would have won the Big Ten. All right, thanks, Chris. Uh, but there's probably every single team in that league. Greg, going back through the twenty game season, could look at games and said, "If we'd have done this, that game never would have got away." Yeah, I agree, I, I, including it, Purdue. There's yes, including yeah. Purdue. The, t- the ten, the, t- the teams are so equal. Oh. They're so even, and and no one's exceptional. Okay, no one's exceptional. They're good. There's a lot of good teams in the league. Okay, and 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 um, but elite, no, 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 and. You know, and that seems to be the, the the college basketball thing this year. There's a lot of teams that have blown big leads. In fact, I see Seth. Brock, did you see what Seth Davis, the CBS, said last night? On a, he said, "Is this going to be another typical NCAA tournament where two trillion Big Ten teams get into the field and they all go out the first weekend?" That's a distinct possibility. I agree. That is a distinct possibility. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Rick is in East Lansing. He's up next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, Rick. Good morning, guys. I. I've always enjoyed listening to the show, Brock, for your information and for insight. And Tim, because you're an encyclopedia, as Lyle likes to say, dribble. Yep. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The two things I wanted to bring up, first, congratulations to MSU Hockey. I didn't get a chance to listen first thing this morning, but congratulations to them. That was quite the weekend. And if nothing else, I think they made the right choice in the coach. And uh, the other thing is with Tom Izzo and the, uh, the everybody's giving him a hard time about not using up the, using those scholarships to get some players. But if Walker and Hall decide to stay, 
maybe Tom knew something or maybe he's going to look like a genius because of that. Well, thanks, Rick. We'll have to see. Uh, I don't see those guys coming back, though, unless you do. The four guys that they announced, uh, yeah. you've got four pretty prime prospects that are signed to come in. Uh, you know, Walker's not from here. Uh, at some point, you know, do those guys think they have a future elsewhere? I, I, I you know, I, I don't know. You know, if you're a college basketball player at the big-time level, man, you've got an enormous investment in your career, time, effort. You know that from Anthony. I mean, yeah. the, the effort and time and commitment. To, you know, you realize, I thought the other night, that game with Gonzaga is four months ago. Four months ago, right. that game with Gonzaga was played. That's in the same season as we're in now. But here's the wild card, Tim. They get money for it now. Okay, so how much money? Well, how, you know, that's an issue. Like yeah. we could say, okay, you take you take Walker. Walker Walker's a really good player, and and would would fit in nicely with the with the group they're bringing in next year. Um, Where is he going to go? Is it, it's not going the it's not going the NBA. He's he's just not big enough. Okay, he could go overseas, um, but you, you know, know what name those, image likeness. What I mean, those what those guys are thinking? I have absolutely yeah. not, other than the fact that they went through senior day and they were introduced, and you know they they all they were all relatively non-committal to all that. Uh, I think it's an I think it's an option though. You know, I think I think they have that option and they're keeping that there now. If something comes yeah. up outside. The college aspect of it, yeah, well, and okay, the season's not over yet. No, either. it's not. You know, you I mean this? This is March. I mean, uh, you I mean you're two losses away from your season. Everybody, you're two Correct. losses away. Uh, we'll go to break. What does Greg think of the relevance of the Big Ten tournament or any of these conference tournaments as to what it means moving forward toward the NCAA tournament? Hang on, callers. We got a lot more of you next on the Colega Water Hotline. This is the Monday of three thirtieth anniversary Sparrowstown on sports shows. Uh, we got three great giveaways. For for three of you at the end of the show today from Farm Bureau Insurance. Great gift bags. You'll just draw uh, and Brock like he always does for years and years and years. You don't have to be listening to win. If we draw your name, we'll call you. got two weeks to come in. Four gifts tomorrow, five gifts on Wednesday, and it's the Sparrow Stout on Sports. The finest in Mexican food in our area, the three Qdoba Mexican Eats restaurants. Grand River Avenue in Okemos and East Lansing, Clippert Street in Frandor, 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Dine-in, take-out, catering, they have all those services for you. Google Qdoba restaurants in Okemos and see for yourself all the amenities that they have for you. At Qdoba, they offer customizable entrees to let you create your own meal masterpiece, fearlessly explore new favors. At the Qdoba restaurants today. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank. Member FDIC Equal Opportunity Employer. The official printer of Stout on Sports, the best printer, best print shop I've seen in the area, ASAP Printing, in Okemos. 
West Jolly Road on the strip mall just off Okemos Road. Ed Giles got it's easy to find. You park right in front. It's clearly marked. 349-7300 with any questions. ASAP printing. All right. If you need signage for getting your people back to work, Florida Cal's informational posters, yard signs, banners, all that because of the pandemic or anything. That's ASAP printing where no job is too big or too small in Okemos. Penn Station East Coast Subs. Are you ready for March Madness? You want the best dining anywhere for all those special games? Two locations across from the Lansing Mall and Clifford Street for Andor. There's always a special every month. How about the Reuben Sub for March? That may be the best special, in my opinion, of the mall. From Mark and Cheryl Kellogg, they say, hey, catering, carry out, whatever special occasion you have, there is no menu for subs like you'll find at Penn Station East Coast Subs. Clifford Street for Andor and across from the Lansing Mall. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Score cash every day with March Money Madness. The excitement starts on March. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Five, the pandemic and is bigger and better than ever. Catering, carry out, employment opportunities, all of that at 337-1311. And the fish fries are spectacular on Friday night. When you've got some time to spare with friends and family, you know what the history's been like around that restaurant just east of the campus Grand River Avenue. You'll always enjoy Coral Gables Restaurant East Lansing. Hi, I'm Lucas Shaw with the DBI Office Outlet. Is working from home not working for you? It's time to ditch the kitchen chair. The Office Outlet is the only locally owned Laurel Diamond showroom in mid-Michigan. We offer a great selection of affordable new and used office furniture that you can try before you buy. With more than 2,400 Laurel products to choose from, we can help customize your space to meet your unique needs. All of our new products are backed by Laurel's warranty so you can rest assured your investment is protected. Laurel products offer high quality and design at a more affordable price. The office outlet is open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Our showroom is located at 516 North Arch in downtown Lansing. One of Michigan's big supporters is Shoepan and Sons Recyclers, located out of Kalamazoo, but a presence all over the state and the Midwest. Founded in 1968 by the family. Mark Chupin is the head these days. Tom Emmerich at his side and recycling to make the state a better place is the aim. Google Chupin for all of the locations and opportunities to recycle and make our state cleaner. Good employment opportunities as well. From a six-person scrap metal recycler now with over 500 skilled employees, way to go Chupin and Sons. Lake Lansing Road Mobile right across the street from the Eastwood Town Center. Touch-free car wash. Get you a discount of 25 cents on a gallon of gas, and that's a state-of-the-art wash, and their service base will fix what ails your vehicle Monday through Friday when you call them at 484-2300. Remember, in the Eastwood Town Center, there is a Culver's by Walmart, that one Culver's for years and years and years. As Scott Berman has said, you mentioned Stout on Sports with your order. We discount your order 10%. Law PLLC Studios, Lansing's only sports station, The Game, 7.30 a.m. We're live in the Driven Collision Studios here at WVFN. So, Greg, what do you, the Big Ten Tournament, has it served its purpose? Is it a big deal to win the thing? Uh, you know, the, 
the sales pitch is that if you're not good at, well, Michigan could be a prime example of Michigan hasn't made the NCAA tournament to date. It clearly, automatically, whoever wins these conference tournaments gets the automatic bid. Right. And when right. you have upsets in the other conferences, the regular season champ goes down. Now that limits the number of at-large bids that go in for the 68 yeah. teams. Uh, you know, Tim. Bobby kind of Knight was always against this thing. I, you know what? I w- I've not been in favor of it. It's not going to go away because of the TV content, as we've talked about. But I was talking to Jamie, my wife, yesterday, and I said I was watching these tournament games, and and I'm saying, you know, this this sport is made for a tournament. So it's it's great television. It it, it really is. And and um, uh, you know, I, I was just thinking, Tim, that. Um, now we're in that tournament season. People love these tournaments, whether it's high school or college, the women's tournament. I mean, people love this time of year. And and I think back to the to the greatest the greatest month of basketball I can remember that I experienced was when our two boys were playing yep. for Okemos. Yep. And they were involved in that state tournament yep. and they got beaten it beat the finals in the in triple overtime. I was more nervous than the players. I were. was too. Yeah. But just just what those tournaments do to communities, yeah. what they do to teams, uh, what they do to it, the interest factor, um, you know, that's why I don't think the Big Ten tournament is going to go away because just because uh, it's great television. Because you know darn well, particularly this year, especially this year, there's going to be buzzer beaters. There's going to be crazy games just because the teams are so closely matched. And um, television likes that. The fans like that. And so, you know, it's probably not going away. If I ran the Big Ten, I clearly would have tried to renegotiate the championship game for Saturday, not Sunday. I agree. Because on Sunday afternoon, it's brutally difficult to win that thing. Three games, three nights, four games, four nights, whatever. And then you celebrate for five minutes, and everybody that's tuned in is going right to the NCAA selection show. That's exactly that's right. The next day in the paper, the only thing you see are the pairings, and on page four, so-and-so won the Big won Ten the tournament. Big Ten tournament. I agree with you 100 and then the other thing, to me, the women are completely missing a beat. You know, in the state high school basketball, the MHSAA, they figured this out. The girls get their week a head start so that they're, they've got their own finals weekend, and then the boys are a week after it. Yeah. But the NCAA doesn't do that. To me, I said to him this morning, the NCAA women's selection show should have been last night. And they should have started this yeah, week with their yeah, tournament. Yeah. The way they have it, they take off two weeks. Well, then, any, Caitlin Clark, you're not going to see her for two weeks. Right. You could have seen her Wednesday or Thursday in Iowa City against whoever. And just think of the, because it's coming in off this last week of the Big Ten tournament. Right. But now they hit the, nobody does anything for two. That makes no sense to me well, whatsoever. Well, you know what? Again, go back to television. Go back to television. Because... Who who has the entire women's the, the, tournament? ESPN. What are they doing this week? They're doing men's tournaments. They don't want it this week. Inventory is an issue. Inventory is yes. an issue. You know, you get back, and there's still you know, some women's conference tournaments in most that are going of these on this questions week. in college athletics. The 800-pound gorilla oh, in the room is television. television. It's still television. It just, just you know, is a way we, that... we sit and wonder. We, in common sense, now these are common sense questions, and, and you would think common sense answers. But that big gorilla in the back of the room, 
you know. But I would argue with either ESPN or anybody else. I think you would do better instead of some of these mid-major conference tournaments, first and second round games that have minuscule audiences. If you had some of the NCAA women's tournament first round games, especially where they're premier teams, yeah, you draw more people because yeah. the it's just uh, and you know look they they show women's basketball collegiately more than they ever have before but i just think when they crowd it toward the end like they do and bump it up against the men's tournament what do you expect exactly i agree i mean what do you expect i mean i think you that's why the high schools to me did a tremendous thing they don't have the girls and boys on the same night when they do in the regular season who gets the who gets less attention the girls yes that's just the way it is all right but when they do it the so last week most of the attention was on the girls districts yeah now they're in their regionals and Furthermore, they don't play them on the same nights. The boys this week are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the girls are Tuesday, Thursday. Perfect. These guys should be running the NCAA. No question. Uh, Joe is in Lansing. He's up next on the Culligan Water Hotline on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Congratulations, Tim. So uh, I kind of uh, so in the uh, top twenty-five, uh, number two got beat, number three got beat, number four got beat, with the exception of Houston, who barely got by. Uh, there are a couple other upsets in the top ten. Now, how hard is it going to be to sit down in that panel and pick these these brackets for these NCAA tournament games with what's going on? And uh, it, it's just been a funny, funny year. Well, I would ag- yeah, I would agree. Thanks, Drew. I would agree just because we're so loaded today. I would agree totally. I would think they're, I mean, <laughs> to his point, because it's just nobody's run the table on the men's side the way South Carolina did on the women's right. side. You're really going to be splitting. There's for for hairs, instance, Tim. even in no the question. Big Ten, I mean... Do you, how would you rate Indiana and Iowa right now on the women's side? Because Indiana's 27-3. and three. They were ranked number two most of the year. And they did beat Iowa and Bloomington. But then yeah. in Iowa City, Iowa won at the buzzer. Caitlin. I think Indiana and Iowa women, I think they'll do, they'll do well in the tournament. I think they're good teams. They're just not, they're not South Carolina right. caliber. I mean, South Carolina... Has such great athletes. Well, the matchup so I well coached, the matchup you know? I would love to see is Connecticut Iowa. Well, I think Iowa would beat Connecticut. I'd love to I see really Connecticut do. Iowa. Yeah, I think I think Iowa would have a great shot at beating Connecticut. Annette is in Lansing next on the Culliga Water Hotline on this Monday morning. Annette. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. Greg, I have a question for you going back to uh, men's basketball and um, the senior day. Um, It seems like Michigan State has such um, pride and um, so much um, allegiance. Is that common amongst NCAA teams? Are we a little more, you know, we have so much, um, so many alumni that come back for the for the program and stuff, is that common, or are we above other? I, well, that's programs? a good question. I think I think we're unique in that sense. We're not um, uh, we're not the only program. Obviously, there there are other programs that that have that history and and uh, you know have that that family type atmosphere built built back into it. Um, but you know, Tom does a I mean, it's it's important to Tom. It's always been important that his players come back. Uh, it's always been important that he converses with the fa- that the families understand they're part of this uh, the program. 
Um, it, it's um, I, I, I just think it's 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 a special arrangement that we have here at Michigan State. You know, I, I've seen it from both sides. My son played. Uh, right. was on the team, and I saw it as a parent. I saw it as an administrator. Um, he works very hard at that. He's, it's very important to him um, that everybody feels like they're, they're part, part of that program. And, and uh, uh, he makes it a point to celebrate uh, to celebrate at the end. Now, now some, uh, that's why he moved the, uh, the senior days. You recall the senior day um, festivities used to be before the game. Yes. And he right. was down, he, would, he, he really liked the way I, Indiana did it when Bob Knight was there. They saved it until the end, until the game was over. And then they had a huge, uh, it was a huge production. And more time, they weren't rushed. The kids got to speak. Uh, and that, and that's why he changed it because he 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 really wanted to to impress upon the fan base that uh, that you know the experience that these young men had and their families had at Michigan State uh, should be celebrated. So that's a great question, and and I'm I'm glad you feel that and see that because I speaking for him, uh, I think he he would very much appreciate that. There you go. Thank you very much. Thanks, Annette. You have a great day. On we go. Calling a water hotline is 342-63. So the Big Ten tournament now gets, you know, there's so many other stories that have made the news this weekend. We always talk about conference realignment. What the publication, The Athletic, says, look out. Washington and Oregon will join the Big Ten at half the media rights fee than what the other member schools. And I believe, if I remember correctly, when Maryland and Rutgers came in, Maryland and Rutgers did not get the same media rights fee that the other Big Ten members That's got. That's correct. That's correct. They had, uh, there was a period of time where they were grand, they were grandfathered in and uh, they had to wait their turn to collect uh, the big money. So it's been well documented that through this month, the Pac-12 is desperately trying to get a media rights deal together. Depending on what you read, you can take it for whatever it's worth. Would you be surprised if it was Oregon and Washington and then the Big 12 would pillage from there, as has been reported, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah? What does that lead? Then we got the big power fours, not the power fives. I, I, I think it's a distinct possibility, Tim. The longer this, this TV rights problem that the Pac-12 has continues, um, you're creating an opening here. And as we talked about last week, the, uh, the, the Big 12 is being very aggressive. And, um, you know, these schools, they're getting to the point, the Pac-12 schools, Tim, are getting to the point where they can't, they can't wait. They could miss out on an yeah. opportunity uh, and lose a heck of a lot of revenue to keep those programs going. So it, it, you're, it, I, I really think you're racing toward a, a, a point where somebody's going to have to blink. And, uh, and I don't think that's too far off. So uh, I could see Washington. Uh, honestly, I think ultimately, I think if the Pac-12, this is just my prediction, um, that if the Pac-12 tanks goes away, I think they'll take four teams from the Pac-12. I think the Big get Ten. To, yes, I think the Big Ten will get to a 20-team league. They'll take... Well, then that brings Cal into the picture. Cal and Stanford. It eliminates a problem for UCLA. Um, I, I just think that, you know... 
You, uh, I agree, because if, you, if you're going to expand, I don't know how you can leave Cal out, because you're going to have to deal with the government of the state of California. Absolutely. And, and because they're public schools, they're worried UCLA's getting all the cash, blah, blah, blah. Craig's in Lansing on the Culling Water Hotline. He's up next on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Hi, Craig. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I couldn't agree more with the, the tournament. Look, the tournaments, some of them, yeah, you know, maybe they don't have as much meaning in them. But this time of year, especially college basketball, where you have a 30-second shot clock, so you're gonna see, um, you're gonna see guys trying to chase the ball handler, fill the passing lanes. There's a sense of urgency. These guys aren't load managing themselves right out of the playoffs, and and so it's just a lot more better. It's a better brand of basketball. Um, and I want to ask you a question, Greg and uh, Tim. You know, anybody who wants to comment. Uh, there's there's five teams left in the Big Ten: Michigan, Michigan State, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Wisconsin that don't sell beer at the games. And what I would wonder is if I'm one of those, uh, uh, if I'm in charge, you know, if I'm running the show, I would want to know, okay, what are the sales uh, at these other institutions? And not not only that, but is there a significant increase in law enforcement uh, incidents, you know, or is it just an outlier and an anomaly when it happens? And then I would weigh... You know, I would wonder. Okay, is it is it fine to still hold out, or or do the does the economic impact outweigh the uh, <clears throat> the law enforcement incidents? Right. And what do you think on that, guys? Well, Greg, uh, I mean, there's no question that uh, Greg would have a thought on this because that was your area. Yeah, um, I I know that uh, uh, Michigan State, from what I understand, is is. <laughs> would like to do that. The athletic department would like to bring uh, alcohol into the facilities. Um, in the state of Michigan, there's a, there's a, it's, it's going to take legislative action to change a law that does not allow alcohol in state-owned arenas, college arenas, um, uh, currently. So they, they would have to get that changed before they could now I would think they'd have enough influence both universities would have enough influence to get that done but that is some that's a hurdle they'd have to overcome right now if that was your call would you sell beer at football and basketball games and I think other schools in the Big Ten yes they have question how much money does everybody else make and what are the downsides of doing that if there's a downside and there has to be a downside there, oh there's a downside I mean you know the um, the behavioral question is still you know it's still up in the air okay you know you, you you'll get some that say well you know it, it really hasn't changed our behavior issue but are they is that a self-serving response to justify you know their their sale bill i i think that the sale of, of beer i think that's still out there i know ohio state makes a pretty good sum of money on theirs but they've also they take some of the revenue and they pay it to police administration, police administration yeah. to hire staff yeah. to help with that. So, so they've done that. So, I don't know if there's a uh, if there's a um, you know a pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. I think it it would be more of a you'd make some money. It's a give and take. But is it a service that you want to provide your fan base? To me, that's a bigger question. You know, okay, do do does our fan base want this? Does it make does it make the the game experience better if we do that? That that to me is the that to me is the ultimate question. 
We'll go to break, come back, hang on all of you callers on the line on this first of three days where we kind of observe a little bit, 30 years on the air, the actual day's Wednesday. For those of you just joining us amongst our callers today, Brock will draw blindly at the end, and we'll have three great gift packages from Farm Bureau Insurance, one of our longtime sponsors here. The Culling About Our Hotline to get in line is 342-63. Please keep your comments as tight as possible so we can get more on the air. And to the point of having Greg in here, this is the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Here's what's on tap today here on the game, 730 AM WVFN. More with Greg Ioni for the rest of this hour. Uh, at 1 o'clock, ESPN Radio, then at 4, Offensive-Minded with Beanie Howell. And at 635, Pistons Basketball. Uh, they're playing the Portland Trailblazers tonight. That's what's on tap. The game, 730 AM WVFN. We've got a high five to Greg Sinecropi and everyone who has built Arts Pub into an iconic location on Kalamazoo Street in downtown Lansing. It's a great game day hangout serving a wide menu of pub grub and pizza plus a shuffleboard table, dine-in or takeout, closes at 11 p.m. And the menu can be found online at artspublansing.com or call 977-1033. Serving all three labor shifts in the city with wonderful fare. Arts Pub, Kalamazoo Street, have a great time there in Lansing. Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to DeanJobs.com to apply and learn more. No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S dot com. At our home, we wanted to update our deck earlier this year. We're told you want custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos, and we hit the jackpot. You can, too. Now is the time to start designing your deck and outdoor living space, and don't lose another summer by waiting to start your exterior project. Call 881-9871 or go online to custombuilt.com. They'll fully show you what they can do in a timely manner. What a great local company of Michael Flory. He's built to help you. Custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos. Lansing Sports Leader. The game 7.30 a.m. has all your Detroit Tiger preseason action. Deep way back and over. Never miss another pitch again on your exclusive home for Detroit Tigers preseason action. High fly ball left field. Way back and gone. Catch all the regular season action on our bigger talking sister, Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM. The Detroit Tigers air here on the Lansing Sports Network. At Menards, Save big money with 11% off everything. Update your home with Great Lakes Vinyl Plank Flooring. Heritage has a realistic wood grain look and is durable. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
It's still growing and is still one of the popular bistros in the area. Sidebar, adjacent the Abood Law Firm at the corner of Saginaw and Abbott in East Lansing, where good friends gather in small groups or large groups for any occasion. And now lunches are available at Sidebar Wednesday through Friday during this season, and you can enjoy outdoors when the weather's good, inside, or anytime. Happy hour, whatever. Always enjoy a special gathering together at Sidebar, Saginaw and Abbott in East Lansing. What is the Greater Lansing Sports Authority? They're a full-service sports commission with a passion for bringing in, creating, and supporting sports events of all kinds. And their free services include everything from event development and tournament planning, locating the right partners and facilities, and even recruiting volunteers. They're dedicated to helping you host the best event possible in Michigan's capital region. In Greater Lansing, we all love the game. You can learn more at lansingsports.org. Golfers everywhere have always known the Emerald on 127 North of St. John's is one of the great public courses in the middle of Michigan for people to play. Well, the Emerald was named the Michigan Public Golf Course of the Year in 2022 by the Golf Course Owners Association. And to me, it's no surprise Jay and Katie Eccleton run a first-class operation. Have you played the Emerald yet? Make your plans for 2023. Jay and Katie will take care of you for any special event you want. The Emerald, great golf for everyone in 2023. The Emerald has been a loyal sponsor for years, so have John and Jan Munn, okay? The realtors who get results. They are loyal to Michigan State in a variety of ways, and they're loyal to their customers. Simple as that. For realty help, real estate help, John Munn. Sell 881-6623, Jan's 282-6781. Same thing with the Brookshire Inn in Williamston. They've got some terrific... They're looking for a gardener for 2023 if you're interested. And on Fridays now during Lent, all-you-can-eat fish fries on Friday, prime rib on Friday. Friday at Brookshire, beginning at 4 p.m. Brookshire Inn in Williamston, 655-4694. Back to the best in sports talk now. We're Lansing's number one source for sports talk. The game, 7.30 a.m. On we go live from the Driven Collision Studios. We assume we'll have uh, plenty of people on the Culligan Water Hotline Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? As we go into year number 31, beginning on Thursday. So your comments, uh, uh, questions, whatever, you can keep them right to the point and brief. We can get as many as we possibly can on at 340-263. In Harrison, Michigan, this morning, Gary is up next on the Monday Morning Sparrow, Stout on Sports. Morning, Gary. Morning to uh, Tim, Greg, and Brock. Tim, uh, drivel is underrated. Uh, <laughs> Thank heaven. Not every one of us can be in the high intelligentsia levels of the most sophisticated. And, I would, uh, I would know we are, that. We are drivel deprived, so it's appreciated. And congrats on on your longevity. Um, I just had a. Uh, an additional thought to one of the things that that Greg was following up on there with um, Walker and some of the others that have an additional year of uh, eligibility. Uh, You know, I was a senior at Michigan State. Uh, I had the privilege of being in the Mary Mayo dormitory, uh, what I understood to be the smallest dorm on campus. Uh, I forget how long it had been co-eds from the time that, you know, I was there. Smallest dorm on campus, got to know everybody. What a fantastic experience. Um, Treasure it to this day. And how many of us who enjoyed the collegiate experience, if 
if we could put real life and bills on hold, if we had that option, if you put to us, would you, you know, would you prefer to have an additional collegiate year or two? How many of us wouldn't do that? And so, you know, now as Greg points out with, with name, image, and likeness, not only do you have some athletes who truly enjoy the collegiate experience and would, you know, would be all in for another year or two, um, you know, now you're getting paid for it. And on top of that, you got your scholarship um, to, to make things easier. So I wanted to add that to the mix and see what you guys All think. right. Thanks, Gary. Well, well, food for thought. I thought <laughs> when Gary was bringing that up, and he brings up a great point, uh, I, I don't know if anyone saw the interview with the young man from Penn State yesterday after the game. Um, and uh, he's a fifth-year senior, and um, I mean, he was he was very emotional about his career being over. And um, I mean, he gave the great he gave the greatest selling point for Penn State. He said, "I would I would recommend Penn State to anyone." He said, "It's been the greatest experience of my life." And so I thought about that as, as Gary mentioned that, and and I think that's part of it, Tim. That that um, uh, you know, it's that's not a bad gig. It's not a bad gig, and I think I think these young men have a lot to think about. Oh, you know, yeah. I think they have a lot to think about. It's not like it used to be. And there's a lot to think about there, particularly with the name, image, likeness thing, and uh, uh, a lot of issues to weigh. So, would it surprise me if one or two of those young men came back? No. Would it surprise me if they didn't? No. Um, because they've got a lot to weigh. And, uh, but, uh, you know, there's, there are many days when I wish I could, I could go back to college, you know, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and toward your point of a changing world, especially in higher education, my oldest has wondered for some time in a changing world that what, why is a four-year undergraduate run for college students in general, why is the magical, uh, you know, time... For, for an undergraduate degree, four years. He's wondering, given the fact that there is so much uh, expense involved in getting a college degree anymore at Michigan State or elsewhere, when these degrees may go in three years, not four. Yeah, right. That's true, particularly with the expense. I mean, when you no so we've had one school in northern Michigan, Finlandia, they're going out of business after 126 years. The MAC schools in the state have long, especially Western, have wondered about their enrollment levels. So as the costs of getting a college education go up, who's going to be the first one that says the degree you earn, we're going to make it so you can earn it in three years instead of four? Yeah, what's interesting, Tim, is, is uh, uh, the opinion there is uh, diametrically opposed to Opinions. If you're the institution, you want them in there. You want longer. them in there as long as if you can. If you're keep the up. student, you want to you want to move on as quickly as possible because because of the money you have to pay. No I mean, question. it's it's so you've got these two two forces banging into each other, and it, it, that's a great point. I mean, I, I look at uh, you know either our peers or the, the, those in my uh, you know your kids. You know, Anthony's got kids. Your daughter, ours, Matthew, all that. What in the world is it going to cost to go to college when they get to that age compared to what it was? You know, I always say we, yeah. su- we survived with our three. We got through it. We figured it out. And, and I, when I look at these young kids today that are in the schools and I say, oh, my golly, how are their parents ever going to get through a college education? Right. And what is a college education going to look like moving forward from when you and I were in school? Correct. 
I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, you would think there would be some kind of ceiling on what it costs to send kids to college, but it doesn't seem to be that way. All right, before the break, Ben is in Lansing up next on the Culling of Water Hotline on the Monday Sparrow Stelted Sports Morning, Ben. Hello, Tim. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it, sir. No problem. Congrats yes. to you, by the way. Thank you. Um, and I want to keep you, but my question is, how long does this extra COVID year program go on? I mean, is this just forever? Or, I mean, because it's almost impossible to figure out who, who's staying, who's going, all that. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, and we're up against that th- to the, that point. Did you have... Did you have to be a letter winner? Did you have to be on scholarship during 2020? Is it's the it's the 2020 year, right? Correct. The 2020 2021 year. Season, yeah. yep. If you were if you were eligible and on the team that season, then you get another year. Then the option is you can go past. But if it were, but but if you weren't involved in 2020, right. if you came if you joined the team in 2021, yeah, two years ago, you know, if you the joined the team the year season. after that COVID yep. year, yep. then. You don't get the eligibility. So there's still more athletes across America Absolutely. that are going to have You've options. You've got to cycle through it. Yeah, because there's going to take about two more years. Yes, probably. because there'll so. be freshmen in 2020. Correct. That as they go down in, in whatever sport, right? Yeah. Correct. Hunter Dickinson's got two years of eligibility left. Whether yeah. he uses it or not, who the heck knows? I got one minute for Robert and Lansing before the news. Hi, Robert. Congratulations, Tim, on 30 years. I have a question for Greg, but I'll comment quick on uh, Tyson Walker. I could see Tyson Walker. Um, being a capable backup maybe in the NBA, so perhaps he'll have a good workout um, <clears throat> later this year. My question for Greg is, with that family atmosphere you mentioned, Greg, is that what kept you at Michigan State versus perhaps looking at other offers since you have such a um, vast knowledge of administration and athletics? All right. After the news, he can comment on that because there were opportunities over a 40-year college athletic administrative career. I don't know how he'll answer that. So when we come back, we'll all get it together. He'll have time to think about it. So in the next hour, we will draw from all our callers today three gifts going out, beautiful gift bags, all kinds of things from Farm Bureau Insurance, one of our long-term sponsors, okay? We're giving away four gifts tomorrow, five on Wednesday. It's our grand uh, our grand show on Wednesday, our 30th anniversary show itself. But we're observing it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday just as a way to thank all of you for being a part of the Sparrow Stout on Sports and we're right back after the news. Stay with us. We're here with Nikolai Luke from Simplified Tax with this tax tip. Nikolai, tell us how claiming a child on your tax return can make a big difference. Claiming a child is probably Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Michigan News Network. I'm Beth. Full of 119 points set a record for fewest points scored by both teams since the introduction of the 24-second clock. The record for the fewest points scored before the introduction of the shot clock stands at 37. Lansing Sports Station. The game. 7.30 a.m. There are so many reasons to get hooked on Church's 8-piece shrimp meal. It's dippable, crunchable, downright irresistible, and it starts at $5.99. The only catch, it's only... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 30 a.m. Welcome to the third and final hour of the Sparrow Stout on Sports, starring Tim Stout on the game. 7.30 a.m. Phone lines are open now on the Culligan Water Hotline at 517-342-63. Or you can send Tim an email at tim.stout at wilx.com. Let's get back to the show. Here's the Dean of Mid-Michigan Sports, Tim Stout. Hour number three this morning is brought to you by Capital Region International Airport. And as we like to say, whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first. Avello Airlines, discount nonstop flights, Lansing, Orlando, A-V-E-L-O Air.com. Uh, Google Apple Vacations, discount nonstop flights to the Caribbean and back. Whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first. We keep Greg around for hour number three today just because it's a special time of year for us. as our 30th anniversary week and Wednesday the big day, but we've got three of you who are on the line today on the Culligan Water Hotline. We'll give away beautiful gift bags from Farm Bureau Insurance, one of our longtime sponsors. We've had so many. Don't forget Wednesday at uh, Sparty's and Friend, or they close at 2 o'clock, but every order up through they close on Wednesday from Dominic Magaldi, their order. You mentioned the Stout on Sports Anniversary Show. You get 30% off your order. That's 1% for all 30 years. That's Wednesday only. Their half-price uh, Tuesday is on track for tomorrow. But Wednesday only, when you mentioned Stout on Sports and the Anniversary Show, while you're in there for anything, uh, carry in, carry out, stay in, stay out, whatever, at the Sparties, that's a 30% discount when you mention us on Wednesday. Let's go to the Culligan Water Hotline to begin our number three. Rick's in Grand Ledge on the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, Rick. Good morning, guys. Hey, congratulations, Tim and uh, uh, Greg. I got a question regarding the NIL. Um, I was just wondering, since that's come on so strong, obviously, over the last year, if if that's affected the actual boosters uh, providing monies to the T athletic programs to the schools in general instead of uh, going to the kids. All right. Thanks, Rick. Uh, and we'll get to the other thing about your own career. But to his question, go ahead and answer that first. Well, I I don't have any, any facts in front of me, but um, I'm going to guess it is. Um, that um, um, it, it's it's going to change how people give. There's no question about it. Um, um, so you know how that's going to play out in the long term. I think it remains to be seen. But but uh, and 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 it's going to take a little bit longer to get the data. You know, to, on that. But I would think that people are going to have to make a decision. You know, where am I going to give my money? And uh, uh, maybe they're going to give their money to both. But what that does, it takes money away from, from the university and the athletic department. Well, so I'd be I, curious you know. to know, okay, so once again, they say clearly Alabama football had the number one recruiting class, okay? I'd be curious to know, so what's the financial obligation to those recruits right out of the chute? And how does Alabama do it? Right. How does Georgia do it? Mm-hmm. How does Ohio State do it? Michigan, Notre Dame, how how does everybody? And I think there are some schools, Greg, that are literally going to add a an administrative job that is almost the name, image, and likeness coordinator. Yeah, most have. Tim, most have, and and uh, you know, and they're getting their money from the collectives. These collectives, these organizations that have been put together uh, by by other alums or boosters um, that that collect that money and provide and provide that money and uh 
I mean, some schools have multiple collectives, not just one, but multiple collectives. So, um, you know, what, <laughs> what makes me... Do you, think that's gonna, do, you, do you think that's going to cost Michigan State recruits in any sport just because we can't match the pay? My guess is it probably already has. That's my guess. Um, you, know, you know, if uh, it, it has to. I think I, I everybody's lost. I, I, I don't think Michigan State's the only school. No, no I think question. everybody's no, lost. No question. You know, it's highest bidder. No, it's Highest good. bidder, Tim. Depending you know. on how, how many stars you want to recruit up the ladder. Mm-hmm. There's this, we, let's go after this five-star. He or she comes in for a visit. We visit. They're interested. But now it gets down to a bidding war. Hey, look. And they, what if it's a kid that comes from an underprivileged family? These kids aren't going to deciding to go to Alabama because they want to wear that crimson uniform, no okay? They're not doing it. Or because, yeah, when's the last time you heard a kid say, you know what, I'm going to Michigan State because I want to be a, 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 vet, a veterinarian and they got the best vet school in the country and that's why yeah. I'm going to Michigan State. No, I'm, no. I'm going to uh-uh. business school at Michigan State. I'm going to the agronomy school there no. to get my degree Doesn't in happen. that. That's the whole, I mean, that, that, that's just from the thrilling days of yesterday. It is. It, it, it's just not happening. And, you know, there it's, it's a package deal now. It's a package deal. It's coach. It's who's coaching them. My opportunity to get to the league and nil money. I mean, no, that that's that's the formula. And I would be curious to ask Tom Izzo because he's got so much experience. What is his opinion on? You know, it used to be in college basketball up to this point anyway, where the standout freshmen and sophomores, well, are you going to keep them for another year? In fact, on the Ann Arbor station, they were talking today about the three Michigan guys, Bufkin, uh, Jet Howard, and Dickinson, where those guys all go to the NBA draft now and give up eligibility, or because of name, image, and likeness, they look at the odds of being drafted, and so it's worth it for them to come back to college just because of the financial Correct. incentive to do it, which you never used to say come back to school because of the financial incentive. But could that keep more, quote-unquote, stars that are sophomores or freshmen in college basketball for another year or two? I think it's going to, Tim. I think that's a factor. There's no question. Because they've only got 60 spots in the NBA draft, it, yeah. and, and look at how many of those are European guys. No question. Absolutely. So it is, There's no question it's, it's, it's a factor. Now... Now, there is, though, there is with a lot of young men who play college basketball, the NBA is the ultimate goal. And even playing in the, in the D League, you know, it's, it's, you're in the NBA. You know, you're just a notch, notch below. So, you know, their perceptions of the NBA is sometimes different. But the money is, is the money factor I mean, is th- huge. Th- there's a thought that next season, Zach Eady could be back at Purdue and Hunter Dickinson for another year could be back at Michigan just simply because they look at the lay of the land and their chances of landing in the NBA are not quite up to speed for what they would be for the name, image, and likeness, and however much that. I mean, I think Dickinson's getting money. Uh, I, he, I would, he's getting some money. If I was a betting man, I would say Dickinson and Edie will be back with their respective right. teams. So, I, you know. to the caller right before the top of the hour, did yeah. you ever come close to leaving Michigan State once you got here? Um, yeah, I came close. Um, but... I, my wife and I had, you know, we made decisions based on what was best for our family. That's what we did. That's what I did. You know, and and um, so, you know, we just thought it was best to stay here. Well, the lifestyle's good here. I loved it here. Love it here. You know. I was, you know what? I was working with good people. I enjoyed what I was doing. I enjoyed the community. Uh, the schools are great. 
Uh, my wife had a, uh, you know, she was teaching in the school. Everybody, uh, our family was in a good place. Yeah, same here. And I had a son that was on the autism spectrum. And back then it was a little different than it is now. And so we just thought it best that, that we stay here. And, and uh, don't look back. You make the decision and you, and you move forward. Yeah. And, um, uh, but, yeah, there was one job in particular I was, I was very close on, and, and I just decided I can't do this. Plus the fact, in our case from here, you know, I did 10 years of play-by-play on television. I did Big Ten football. I did Big Ten basketball. Right. So I had done that. And the only reason that stopped was they said, well, you're going to have to travel to the extent that you can't be in here and do this. In the, the talk yeah. every day. And I thought, that isn't fair to anybody, plus I'm older now, plus I enjoy this more. Right. I'd done it for 10 years. I'd gone through, the, you know, that tends eventually to wear you out a little bit, too. I used to, you know, I said in the NBA, you know, they're going big city, big city, big city charter. When we were doing it, it's tough to find the nonstop Lansing to Champaign. Correct. <laughs> Lansing yeah. to State College, Lansing to Iowa City. Uh, and for 10 years, it was fine. But then when they changed, they asked me, I said, well, you know, you're going to have to be on the road. This And, and then, then not to mention the 6 and 11 o'clock news. Right. And, and when we had our kids in New York, one's still there, and we'd go visit. And, you know, so every time we'd get there, and whenever we're on the road, I always watch the local TV news just to see what everybody else does. And when we were in New York City, I used to say to her coming home, you realize, do you know how much money you would have to make being the local sports guy on one of those New York stations and look at the cost of living issues and all right. of that population in New York. How much would you have to make to have a, a quality of lifestyle close to what we have here now? Yeah. I said it isn't, even a, it isn't even a question. Well, that's the thing about this community, Tim. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to, to raise a family. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, I, I, I guess I inherited this from my mother and father, is that is that I always believe, and I believe it now, that the only legacy I have are my children. Right. That's my legacy. Right. What I did at Michigan State, okay, people will, people have probably already forgotten about what I did at Michigan State, okay? Um, look, at, look at people like John Wooden. You, you mentioned John Wooden. Nobody knows, nobody knows who John Wooden is. John, who's John Wooden? Okay? My, my wife taught taught um, middle school kids in the late 90s and early 2000s, they had no idea who Michael Jordan was. Are you kidding me? But, but that's, that's it. You're, the things that you do and you contribute, those, other than a, a very, very small number of people, those are forgotten. But the legacy you leave are, are your children. And, and so that's, that's where my wife and I invested and, and we just that's what we did. And whether right or wrong, that's what we did. Well, you know, and so, I mean, I my wife went to Michigan State. My dad taught at Michigan State, all right? Uh, my son got a master's degree at Michigan State. He's getting a big award from Michigan State next month. So Michigan State's been a part of my life since we came here in 1955. And as I was telling you earlier, the frustration is around a public university of this size with this national magnitude is... The best people here make it great. But when you have so many people coming and going, coming and going, coming and going, they all haven't contributed to the best interest, in my opinion, of the university as, say, others have. In any walk of the university, whether it's athletics or otherwise. I would agree with that 100%. 
and 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 the other thing, the good and bad. There's good and bad with being someplace in a long time. Tim, one of the downsides is you really understand the place. Oh, you no re- question. You really you really see what goes on, and and it 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 dampens your enthusiasm no sometimes for, for for the place, and and that that but that's just a. That's just a, a sidebar of, of being around someplace that long. Well, know? and the late Fred Stabley Sr., when, you know, we used to talk about this, you know, he was a Hall of Fame sports information guy, the press box and football is named after him. He used to say, you know, it's a little different in terms of the exposure of Michigan and Michigan State. That's in a Detroit market, and the reputation that the University of Michigan has worldwide is really never going to change, and nor should it. Nor should it. Why should it? All right. right. I mean, I mean, to me, everybody in the state of Michigan should be proud if your universities have a very good worldwide image for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can still root against them in sports and all that. In Michigan State's case, uh, you know, I've I've often thought a lot of the best people here over the time I've been here never got any publicity. And the negatives that were here, especially in the last five years, why was everybody's reputation here contaminated for the work of a few? Right. But that's the nature of the beast. It is. I mean, I'm sure that's a problem at every Big Ten school. Yeah. Every every, every large, major school. Every major school in the country. The, the, the no negative question. part from some of those involved that's negative is gets all that publicity completely. I thought that way at Penn State. Yeah. I thought at Penn State, yeah, there's some bad guys there that deserve to be where they are. But I thought, but, but then I look at some of these media people who criticized with no problem, wanted to absolutely put them out of business. And I thought, when I think of the way my dad used to praise the faculty in the administration of Penn State University as one of the great East Coast, Eastern part of the United States schools. And and then I think of that, you know, just put them all out of But why? Because of the actions of a few? Right. It just mind-boggled me. Right. But it's it's the way. Denny Stoltz, the longtime former Michigan State football coach, he used to tell me all the time, you know, he loved his time at Michigan State. And he said, I was around really good people. But if something bad happens on your watch, fair or unfair, right. you go down with you it. You go down with it. There's, there's, no, there's no question. And look at the good people at Michigan State, at least in my opinion, over the years who've gone down for the actions of others, but they were in the wrong place at the wrong yeah. time. I, I worked, Tim, with a, with a vice president uh, for a short period of time at Michigan State. Who uh, who I respected a great deal, and and he he told me we were talking about the university, and I said you know at the time I said I get you know I don't I don't know about the university, and he says Greg listen, he said the university will always be the university. Michigan State will always be Michigan State. The people come and go. Yeah, they do. He said there are good people, there are bad people, there are competent people, there are incompetent people. They come and go. But the university yep. will always be there. And I and always when things are going bad at Michigan State, I hearken back to that because because what Michigan State is about and the kind of people Michigan State to me, Tim, when I walked on campus when I was a student in nineteen seventy one, okay it was always the people. It was at Michigan State. It was always the people. When I worked here, it was the people. The people at Michigan State made this place 
Not one person. It was the people, no the down the line folks who you never heard of, who who just because we were never funded like Michigan, we ne- you know we never had money like they did at Michigan. But we got things done because of the people here and our ability to work together. And I hope if we never lose that, Michigan State will always always be there. Well, and the other thing, it's such a great fit in the Big Ten when it went in in the early 1950s because it's a land grant school. Exactly. And I, when I go make speeches and people ask. Me, about the right I said, you know, the, what the University of Michigan has its worldwide excellence for, it deserves. But Michigan State's excellence is in a completely different area. This is a land-grant school that gives kids who otherwise might not be able to get a formal big-time college education, you're going to get a chance here. Correct. That's what the status land-grant tends to mean. Penn State's a land-grant school. Correct. There are other noteworthy land-grant schools. That's not something to be ashamed of. That's something to be proud of. That's right. I mean, look at the people that Michigan State... I mean, I, I say this all the time. When you look at all these students who come and go, look at what the great contributions some of them have made worldwide. You just don't hear about it all the time because the tendency in news is to be negative. Correct. Day after day after day. And that was, the play, in my opinion here, the last five years. It's just the nature of the beast. And I think it's too bad about that. Are there some positive things that... I, I was very much encouraged that the first responders of the incident three weeks ago tonight have been given praise that they might not otherwise yes, receive. I agree. It's a horrible story. Everybody admits I that. Agree. But if there is an upside to that, look at the people. I, I heard the other night, you know him, uh, the other night, uh, Ann Emmerich on Channel 10, she did an interview with Chris Abood. You know Chris. Chris. He's a neurosurgeon yes. there in town, one of the noteworthy ones. She convinced him to go, he's a big Spartan, goes oh, yeah. to the hockey oh, yeah. game, he's a big yeah. Spartan in that family. So she was, he was called in to Sparrow the night of the shootings three weeks ago. And you could tell how difficult it was for for all he's seen in his life. Heaven knows how many times he's gone into surgery where he couldn't save the person he was working on for whatever reason. Right. But he was telling her, the, and like he said, it's so difficult to perform that kind of emergency surgery when the parents and the families are right here, you know, and you don't know if you're going to be able to do it or not. And he's very underspoken. He's very humble. Right. But I thought, you know, here's somebody who obviously is in a heroic sense with many, and of course he deflects all the praise to all the other people at Sparrow. So I thought, you know, at least that is getting an element of publicity. Right. One way or the other. We'll go to break. Come back. You can join us on the Culligan Water Hotline. A half an hour from now, we're going to draw from all our callers today. We've got three gorgeous gift packages from one of our longtime sponsors, Farm Bureau Insurance. We're observing 30 years of the Sparrow Stout on sports today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. Everybody who calls in today, tomorrow and Wednesday, is up for gifts that we're giving away every day at the end of the show. Don't have to be listening to win. You're not calling to get on the air to praise us, just to join in the conversation of what the hot topics are. And we come back with more after this brief timeout. Bull Janitorial is red hot these days. Tough days for all of us. They clean commercial and industrial properties and absolutely clean those properties to the whisker. They provide emergency cleanup services. They're accepting new customers, but they do have a bit of a waiting list, okay? They have a large supply chain that protects customers. They never run out of things like toilet paper, cleaning products, things that customers rely upon. Try Bull Janitorial to make your workspace, your company, neat and clean. 
cleaned every day. Of all the recommendations that I've ever given you on this program through the years, no one goes higher than the Munn team for real estate advice. John and Jan Munn work as hard as anyone in the business, trust me, and they truly are realtors who get results. John's cell phone, 881-6623. Jan's at 282-6781. And when they put the one-two whammy on a sale or to get you the best deal possible, you have the best people working for you. The Munn team, realtors who truly get results for anything real estate. One of the greater Lansing, great iconic companies is iDevelopment. There's always something new. Here's Nathaniel I to get caught up with us. Thanks, Tim. We're really excited. Number one is our rebranding under the name Eid Development. You can still find us at Eid.com. And whatever your needs are, commercial, residential, industrial, office, build to suit, we're here and ready to serve your needs. Eid Development, one of the most dependable companies in all of real estate. Get a hold of them today. Welcome back to the Harrison Roadhouse and the Nut House, two dining staples in Greater Lansing, both on Michigan Avenue. Go enjoy the Harrison Roadhouse for any Michigan State event coming up. You'll love the Harrison Roadhouse. It's been around for years. Dewey Bramson's turned that place into a monster sensation, right? Just like he's done it with the Nut House downtown right across the ballpark in the Lansing Center. Beggar's Banquet is there for you as well. Great places for dining fun for everyone. The Roadhouse, the Nut House, and Beggar's Banquet for you seven days a week. There are so many reasons to get hooked on Church's 8 piece shrimp meal. It's dippable, crunchable, downright irresistible, and it starts at $5.99. The only catch, it's only here. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Endorse custom-built design and remodeling in Okemos, and what a terrific job they did for us in all of 10 workdays on a massive new deck. Custom-built has a full-service design and remodel-proven process. Their plan is for you to dream, then they design and build. Online, check custombuilt.com, a great local company in Okemos of Michael Flory to serve you. Another big year is here at Pure Green Smith Tree. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111 to get your quote for the new lawn program before the schedule is full. The new lawn plus program provides a soil test as a first step, taking lawn care results to a new level. Hey, hurry, don't miss out. Visit puregreenlawn.net or call 703-1111. What a great company. And for problems with trees, Pure Green Smith Tree to the rescue. Again, at 703-1111. The prestigious Abood Law Firm has offices in East Lansing and Birmingham and has been around since 1956. 33259 Abbott and Saginaw in East Lansing. Abood Law understands it's essential to get an attorney involved in your legal issues as early as possible. If you're dealing with legal problems, contact Andrew Abood and his great staff at Abood Law in East Lansing immediately and you'll get the help that you need and can depend on. Abood Law, we heartily endorse Andrew Abood, Abood Law, 332-5900. One of the most popular restaurants in our area for years continues that way. Woody's Oasis on Trowbridge 
Woody's Road in East Lansing. As the saying goes, eat at Woody's, live longer with a Mediterranean cuisine. And now the menu has some wonderful new items they're all excited about. Chicken kafta, along with their Woody's burgers, gyros, fries, and a whole lot more. For all the information, the website, woodiesoasis.com, or call 351-2280. Woody's, eat at Woody's, Trowbridge Road, East Lansing, and live longer. All the statistics here on the Sparrow Stout on Sportscom, one of our great loyal sponsors, Quality Dairy. More than 80 years, Quality Dairy's been with the community for so many years in so many ways. It's the Lenten season. Remember, the bakeries offer many fresh products for Lent uh, that uh, might be of interest to you. But seven days a week, totally reliable. When we mention stats here on the Sparrow Stout on Sports, those are Quality Dairy statistics. Sports Station, the game, 7.30 a.m. From the White Law PLLC Studios. And we're live here for us in the Driven Collision Studios. Driven Collision, Joe Laird. It's March Madness time. That's our Driven Collision story of the day. And uh, we'll keep Greg here for the remainder of the hour. We normally don't keep him that long, but uh, it's a special day, special week. We're going to Chicago next. John's on the Culligan Water Hotline with the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, John. Hey, good morning, Tim. Congratulations on 30 years. And just a quick question for Greg is, how much impact are the collectives and the money that they're taking adversely impacting the university and things like the Spartan Fund? I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. Well, yes, you I remember the old Ralph Young Fund. Correct. Okay, and there was a Ralph Young Fund director, as everybody had a fund for donating to the athletic department. and then, But those days have kind of, let's just say, they've been adjusted, have they not? They have. They have. And um, I, I would think not not having any numbers in front of me, um, I, uh, my guess it's 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 going to affect um, uh, donations to the university. Uh, ultimately, um, you mean the university in general? Yes. Yes. I, I think because you've got these are these are big donors that are uh, committed to the university. So they're, big, they're, they're committed to the university in, one, uh, in some way. And um, uh, I, I just think, you, you know, you only have so much money to give, and you're going to make, have to make a decision. Where do, you, where do you take your money? Are the tax issues the same for these donations? If you give a donation to an athlete for name, image, and likeness, do you get the same tax benefit or not? Not unless, um, not unless it's a nonprofit, unless that collective somehow a nonprofit. Then be- no, because it used to be, was it? If you got a suite or whatever, you could deduct that, or you could deduct sports tickets, or just like country club memberships. Now you can't do that. But there are you? a lot of there are a lot of large donors who that's really not important. You know, I mean, the, the, the really, really, there's the, the really, really big donors. And yet it used to be a sales pitch. Used to be. If you donate here, you get a tax break and, on Until this. the IRS t- uh, changed the tax laws, yes. All go right, ahead. Brock, I, I've got a million callers. Where do you want me to go next? You tell me. Oh, let's see. You just pick a Jim in Lansing, he's got a question for you, He's up next. Jim's in Lansing on the Culliga Water Hotline. Hang on, everybody. We go as quickly as we can to the top of the hour. Morning, Jim. Hey, good morning, Tim. Congratulations, 30 years. I moved back to Lansing from Charlevoix nine years ago, and I've enjoyed your program ever since. Thank you. What's up with you today? 
Well, uh, it kind of has puzzled me the formula of how they come up with who gets the double buys in basketball, like State got the, the double buy. Uh, how do they come up with that? All right. Thanks, Jim. Uh, to Greg's point last week, I, I think the entire concept of these tournaments has been antiquated because if you think teams that play five games in five days have a reasonable, especially when they're coming from the dead back, there's a reason they're right. in last place in the first place. Why are they going to win five and get the automatic bid to the NCAA tournament? In my world, if you're going to play these tournaments, I would reward and then penalize how you did during the regular season. Right. And why do we need them all in there? I mean, can we do eight? Can we do 12? Can right. we do four? Whatever it is. And that's, and that's what the double buys do. In essence, with a 14-team tournament, um, you know, four teams based on record uh, get a double buy so they don't have to play the first, the first two rounds, meaning they, they, don't, they have to win three games to win the tournament relative, other than four or five. So it's a huge... You know, if... if a team can can win uh, with a single buy. I mean, you know, a team can win four games in four days. That's possible. Well, it's a long Ron, shot. Didn't but one it's time, I, we had one instance in the Big Ten tournament when was it Michigan won five and Michigan, five? Uh, I don't know. They they they've done it twice. Remember the year where they Iowa had the air, did it once. Where where Michigan had the airplane crash with, with yes. the sixty mile an hour winds and all that stuff, and they had to play game one in their practice uniforms. Right. That's all they had. I think that was four and four though. Yeah, they didn't win five. And, and then the next year, Michigan did it again. Remember the year they played it in Madison Square Garden? Yeah. Yeah, they did yeah. it two years in a row. All right. Of, of all those callers, who do you want me to take Let's, next? Uh, George in Sarasota, Florida. In Sarasota, Florida. George is with us this morning on the Sparrow Stout on Sports. Morning, George. Well, I've been thinking about it. I'm sitting here in front of a whole place screen. I see the key. Yeah, great place. Yes, it um, is. Like, yes, yeah, like, question I've got. I've been, uh, when I saw
with Tom is in the university. Um, he is, they ask him to do so much more than a basketball coach. And sometimes I wonder if that's fair to Tom. Well, I, pro- I, really, I it, really do. It probably isn't, and yet he's good at what he does. With There's it. no question. I don't deny that. I mean, but, see the speech that he gave to to if you were paying attention, and and to give the speech was one thing. I I, I don't. I, I'm not questioning that. But please please understand that, our listeners. I'm not questioning that. He was he was uh, he did a great job. Okay, but they continue continue to to uh, place him in those situations as the representative of the university and um, I, I'm just saying I, it's you know it's during the season it's his ba- it's his basketball and this is the happened this well, year I mean, it's almost it's happened a, over time it's almost a double-edged sword because by he's been in well actually he's been at Michigan State nearly 40 years correct how many people does he answer to that haven't come close to being over there for 40 years that's correct that's I mean true. it's a revolving door over there whether it's the deans the vice presidents the presidents the board members it's just a revolving door of the next one who he has to deal with one way or the other so almost by osmosis and because he's been successful and because he speaks well you can see how it i almost think anymore great he just expects to be called on for this stuff i'm sure he probably he, he does. just expects that he's going to be called on for this stuff one way or the other in fact three nights three weeks ago during this tragedy the next day our news people kept coming to us and saying boy if you can get one we really more than the president we'd really like to get some kind of response from Izzo because he's basically the face of Michigan State. Brock, where am I going? Uh, you tell me. Mike, on cell phone. Mike is on his cell phone next on the Culligan Water Hotline. Morning, Mike. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're good. What's up? Well, I got I got a question for Ianni, and, and congratulations on your thirty years. I, you know, you told a story earlier about Judd calling in. I, you know, I was listening to that one. He just it was absolutely ripped on all his recruits. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> it, was, it was a classic. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely a classic. Because he just, boom, he laid right into it. And I didn't know if it went, but I thought, you know, because my producer does not know who he is, I'm going to get Judd from East Lansing. I mean, it was, I, I'm amazed you remember, because that means you've been around us all, because that wasn't in the first year, but it was very close to it, because I was in the house at the time when he called. That was the setup that we had. Well, you were a lot like a lot of us. We're during the day, your wife worked, and then in the morning, you watched the kids. Yep, you know, I had to hear the kids in the background. Once in a while, you hear the you bathroom. You know, hear the, the toilet, toilet flush because where we set it up was in the master and, bedroom, and yeah, that was right near the toilet. And those kids came and went, and frankly, I was happy because it meant they were getting out of diapers. To be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, you know, and that, that's how far back I go, which, you know, relates to a lot of us back in that day when, hey, you know, the one side took care of the kids while they, when your wife went to work at, with the school. Yeah. So my question was, is uh, what would it take to get rid of the Big Ten tournament and add, just add additional games on? Because, you know, a lot of these kids don't want it. And just, just like the ACC, they moved it up a week so that, to give their players rest. And as we've seen many years over, that the winner of the Big Ten tournament, you know, they, they lose their legs later on, you know, in the, like maybe the second game. They start losing their legs because they need a little bit more rust. And I don't know, I think Bobby Knight was right. 
you know, way back in the day. And you, I think you played that. Yeah, well, he, uh, uh, let me leave it there, Mike, only because I'm over for a break. Mike Knight said if we play two more conference games, we'll make more money. Well, I'll be on TV, puts more credibility in the regular season. We can get rid. He was never for it. But everybody, including Tom at that time, said it was a chance for all other coaches to vote against Knight because they could never get equal with him <laughs> when he was. But you know what? When you get a new Big Ten commissioner for he or she who takes that job, whether or not there is any wiggle room with negotiation, changing policy and keeping the networks happy with a the contract they currently have remains to be seen. Yeah, I think that's the key, Tim. I mean, keep can you TV, go to the? Keep, but I think happen. you would have to have these coaches all up in arms. And I don't. Of all the things these coaches got to deal with, I'm not sure that's their number one issue. Yeah, I agree. One more break. We'll come back. We'll take as many more of you as can. We appreciate Greg staying as long as he has today. And then in another 10 minutes or so, three of you called in today. We've got beautiful gift packages around our 30th anniversary this week from Farm Bureau Insurance. And we're back in a moment. Here's what's on tap today here on the game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Coming up in less than 20 minutes, it's ESPN Radio. Then at 4, offensive-minded with Beanie Howell. And at 6.35, Pistons basketball playing the Portland Trailblazers tonight. That's what's on tap. The game, 7.30 a.m. WVFN. Here's a question. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Well, now is the perfect time. Working for Dean Transportation contributes to the success of our schools and community. Dean Transportation is looking for caring, upbeat, and professional people to join our family business. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. Go to DeanJobs.com to apply and learn more. No experience needed. Apply now and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. That's D-E-A-N-J-O-B-S dot com. This hour is sponsored by Capital Region International Airport. As we like to say, whenever you can do it, fly Lansing first with nonstops to Florida, Detroit, Chicago, Washington, D.C., and elsewhere. And check out Google Apple Vacations for the nonstop trips to the warm Caribbean nonstop from Lansing. Much less expensive parking in a neat, clean, safe environment. Get through security much quicker and more efficiently. Lansing is proud of its airport. See for yourself. And during the cold weather, Apple Vacations. Google it nonstop to the Caribbean. When the yellow tags go up, the prices come down. The Shaheen Yellow Tag sales event has vehicles priced to sell. This 2018 certified Equinox was $20,000, now it's eighteen eight. This 2020 Silverado was $45,000, now just $39,000. This 2018 Trax was sixteen seven. dollars now it's just fourteen nine. dollars This certified 2020 Traverse was $31,000, now just twenty nine five. dollars Save big at the Shaheen Yellow Tag Sales event. Lansing Sports Leader. The game, 7.30 a.m. Has all your Detroit Tiger preseason action. Deep way back and over. Never miss another pitch again on your exclusive home for Detroit Tigers preseason action. I fly ball left field way back and gone. Catch all the regular season action on our bigger talking sister, Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM. The Detroit Tigers air here on the Lansing Sports Network. This is Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. 
get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the 100000 Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Range of indoor air quality products for healthier living, a factory-authorized carrier dealer. Offering a full range of maintenance services to ensure your equipment operates at peak efficiency, all while extending its life. As we like to say, experience the Doty difference. Indoors or outdoors, Doty Mechanical 327-7777. 2023 promises to be a wonderful year for Candy Ford in Charlotte, serving all the mid-Michigan area for years. John Dykstra says it's worth the drive to Lansing Road in Charlotte to visit Candy Ford. You'll find a newer used Ford car, truck van or SUV, serving drivers for a number of years. You can shop online, okay? Go to candyford.net or go on in the showroom anytime, six days a week, all year long. 2023, a big year. You enjoy Candy Ford in Charlotte. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today. Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meyer.com to learn more. We love the loyalty from all our sponsors, like Evan Wilson, the Senior Vice President of Climax Insurance. He got promoted through his career while he's been with us, and he's still here. 816-2000, anything insurance. He'll just leave it at that. Call Evan or go online, ClimaxInsurance.com. Hit the Request to Quote button. And also, don't forget, uh, everybody on Wednesday at Sparty's Coney Island in Frandor, okay? Anything you purchase when you check out, say, congratulations, Stout on Sports. You get 30% off your bill Wednesday only, all the way to closing time, 2 o'clock, Sparties in the Frandor Shopping Center. The, the, the best in sports talk starts now. now on the only station the people of Lansing turn to for sports. The game, 7.30 a.m. On we go on this Monday. It's the first of three days. We have some terrific giveaways. we got seven or eight more minutes. And Holt Ray's up next on the Culligan Water Hotline. Morning, Ray. Good morning, Tim. Congrats on your 30 years. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. What's up with you today? Hey, I was just going to check and see what the thought was on Michigan State. I know I heard you this morning talking about you figured they could win. I was hoping they got a three seed because then they wouldn't meet Purdue until the finals, but it looks like they meet them in the semis now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, they win their first game, so... All right, thanks, Ray. Uh, but you know what, Greg, this year, I don't think there's any good bracket, bad bracket. I don't think on saying, well, we'd have to meet these guys or we'd have to meet these guys. There's so much parity. I thought to myself, now, if you don't have to play one extra game, well, there's value in that. And they got that. There is. There is. You know, because the games are all going to be grinders. Yeah. They really are. They're going to be grinders. And um, I agree with you, Tim. There's no one 
there's no one team that would would dominate any other team. There, you know, where you would look at a matchup and say, "Oh my gosh, they're going to win that yeah. game or they're going to lose that game." So I think Michigan State's got as good a chance as anybody in that tournament. And and, and here's the other thing: the uh, I wouldn't want to play Michigan. No, I don't. They're so goofy. They're they're the goofiest team in the league. Them and Iowa. You know, you don't know what the hell you're going to get. Iowa's goofy. I mean, Michigan. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, even watching Nebraska on Jeez. the road yesterday. Nebraska Nebraska's had playing better. Nebraska had Michigan State 15 down. Right. They couldn't keep it up. Correct. But they had them 15 down. I mean, as poorly as Rutgers has been playing, Rutgers beat State straight up in Madison Square. I mean, like yeah. everything else, how, who's going to shoot the best? Correct. You know, when State misses, then they get in trouble. But when they heat it up a little bit, well, you like know, they they're they're the last two weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, like the Ohio State game Saturday, they started out by, I mean, this is a 30-point win, and then they're down to three. With five minutes to go, there's there's about six seven teams, Tim, that you could you could give a legitimate argument, make a legitimate yeah. argument that they could win the Big Ten championship. I mean, I can understand yep. not wanting to play four games for a variety of reasons. I get that, but so if you had to play three, and I thought, you know what, where they are in this bracket to me, I I don't know that you can say, well, they match up great with them, but they don't with them. And I like he said, well, Purdue, I think State can play with Purdue. I think a lot I of agree. teams can play well, with Purdue. At home, Indiana beat make them a twice. Shot at the end. Indiana beat them twice. Rutgers beat them in uh, in the West Lafayette. I mean, th- th- they're not to me like the '76 Hoosiers who went 32 and 0. No, I mean no. N- none of them are. And to your point, I don't want to play Michigan. I mean, the irony with Michigan, no. you realize if Michigan makes one play yesterday, one play wins the game, they're the two seed, not the eight seed. That's correct. That's how close they all are. That's correct. Are they really that far apart? Uh, I mean, have they had some troubles at the end of these games yet? But, you know, now everybody's going neutral court, and everybody's going to get some rest, too. Yeah. You know, right, I mean, correct. except for the Wednesday teams. The teams that get a bye or even go to Thursday, you got like four days or so where you're not playing and traveling. And they're all only going to Chicago. I think it's going to be, like you said, you know, during the year, like Tom predicted, all these games are going to be close. And for the most part, all these games were close. Watch watch for the games on Friday. Because when you're at this neutral site, okay, the teams that have a game under their belt, Tim, have an advantage over those teams at least for half the game on Friday. For those teams coming in Friday who are playing their first first round, you got teams coming out of Thursday who've been on that floor. They've shot at those hoops and and they're used to it. And it takes the other uh, Friday teams a little time to to get up to speed. Well, the other thing is, is I think State got a break as a four and part of the three, the three seed plays at uh, nine o'clock. Oh, the, yeah. He gets to play Friday afternoon, so yeah, he's going to get a full twenty-four hours That's before right. he's got to play again. Otherwise, you got to—I mean, they got to go back, go to bed. You get no prep time whatsoever. Who knows how they so all who, sleep? Who, who, what would? What do you think Michigan State's path is? Who, who would they have to looking at the bracket? Who do you? Well, think that would be Iowa, Purdue, and then you decide between Indiana, Illinois, and Michigan. You decide that. Well, no, no, they can't play Michigan in the final. No, I'm saying on the other side. So who can they get in the final? Oh, no, Michigan would be on their side. Yeah, so they yeah, would get, yeah. what, Indiana or Illinois, right? Or nor- Northwestern or Maryland. Why don't I respect? Or Penn State. I just don't see Northwestern getting to the end. I just don't see it. I give them credit for the year they've had, and it was a good Purple win for uniforms, them yesterday. Right. 
purple. Well, I mean, the the break Northwestern's going to get in this tournament is I think there are a lot of people like me that don't take them for as good as they probably are. Yeah. But, they, they, but they're like everybody else. Can they play well enough over 40 minutes to win? I think they can hang in there, right. yes. I think they'll hang in there. I mean, they got to have a lot of things go their way. You know, their center's played better for them, too. Oh, yeah. They have a center. Yes. He's played well for them. They always yak about those guards, but their center's made big plays for yeah. them. Yeah. And he did He's yesterday, too. All right, Brock, I only got a minute and a half. Draw three winners okay. for right. Farm Bureau Insurance gift bags. We're giving away four gifts tomorrow. Between now and next Monday, we'll have the, the pairings for the NCAA yeah, tournament. The brackets. They can fill the brackets Absolutely. out. <laughs> Here we go. And, and you got to set your clock ahead Saturday night for Sunday so you don't miss the bracket show on CBS because we get the time back. That's right. That's going to be lighter later as we go. So Brock's going through. We have a lot of different pay. Tomorrow will be a busy day as well. And tomorrow it's almost an entire day. Tomorrow and Wednesday right. I got mostly the, callers. I got the, I got the uh, winner here. Uh, the three winners are. They are Charlie and Morris, Joe and Holt, and Jim and Lansing, who just called just a couple minutes ago. Just called in the last segment. I will call you after the show, guys. And we keep the uh, all the callers today. Yes. We use those tomorrow, and we use them Wednesday as well. You can call tomorrow, call Wednesday, whatever the case may be. we got ESPN Radio programming next. I'll see you on the live stream on WILX.com at 340. I'll see you on the news at 620. Fred's got all the boys' high school basketball highlights tonight at 1120. Greg, thanks for coming in. You bet. Congratulations, yeah, guys. Say hi to the family. We'll look run. forward to you again uh, next Monday. Maybe we got another 30 in both of us, one way or the other way. We'll have to see about that. You've been listening to the Monday Sparrow Stout on Sports. We're observing 30 years this week. Thanks to all of you for being a part of the show, not only today, but for so many days and for our sponsors. we got new sponsor gifts tomorrow, more from Farm Bureau. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 10.05 for the Tuesday Sparrow Stout on Sports. So long. The Michigan News Network. I'm Ryan Recker. Two ice fishermen had to be rescued after falling through the ice in West Michigan in separate incidences on Sunday afternoon. First, a 50-year-old man and a 6-year-old reportedly out on the ice in Townline Lake in Montcalm County when the man fell in. He was in the water for about an hour before rescuers can get to him. A little later, 43-year-old Stanwood man fell through the ice in Latimer Park in Morley, just south of Big Rapids. Weight restrictions will be imposed and enforced on all state truck-lined highways that include north of Muskegon and south of Manistee County in the Lower Peninsula. The restrictions have actually been in effect on parts of the road system, um, state road system, downstate since February. We change those as spring moves further north and the ground uh, thaws out and dries out and we don't need the restrictions in place anymore. MDOT's Dan Weingarten says state routes typically carry MI or U.S. designations. March Madness is getting underway on high school basketball courts this evening, and the Big Ten Tournament is also set now. Michigan News Network's Chris Falar reports. The dances begin. However, Michigan did trip all over themselves going into it last night, falling from a potential double bye all the way down to the eighth seed after blowing their game at Indiana in overtime, 75-73. to So instead of playing on Friday, they'll need to beat Rutgers on Thursday to move on, and 
and they need wins in order to show that they belong in the NCAA tournament. As for the Spartans, they're in a much better spot, beating Ohio State on Saturday, giving them the four seed in Chicago. They'll wait for either OSU, Wisconsin, or Iowa and Whitney to only win three games for the automatic bid. Now again, the Wolverines will play at noon on Thursday. MSU takes the court early afternoon, the day after, and if both make a run, they could potentially clash against each other on Saturday. And gas prices jumping across Michigan and over the past week up about 18 cents to an average of 3.47 a gallon. I'm Ryan Recker for the Michigan News Network. What is dedication? My biggest fear in the middle of my addiction was that my kids wouldn't have a father. I overdosed on heroin and I lived. And I started thinking, you know what? This isn't my story. My desire to change had finally outweighed my desire to stay the same. I felt powerless for so much of my life. It's important to me that my kids are empowered and truly believe that if if they can think it, they can do it. I definitely had to become a better man to be a better father. For the first time, I, I finally feel like I'm exactly where I should be, where I want to be. <laughs> That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. WBFN East Lansing. Going one-on-one. Lansing Sports Leader. Gotta get a bounce. The Game. 7.30 a.m. Telesquare Media Station. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.